I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, that poor lawyer who was a contestant on Jeopardy last week is still getting roasted online for Which his one? for his answer. Uh, Steve Bright, he's a Boston attorney, or mm-hmm. and... The que- here, I'll play the question for you without okay. the answer, and then you give me your best guess on what you think the answer might be. Okay. Okay, so here's the question. Hot stuff for a thousand. Stefano Ferrara is a famous maker of these, which can reach a temperature of 800 degrees inside. Okay, so Stefano Ferrara is a famous maker of these, which can reach a temperature of 800 degrees inside. An oven. Okay. Oh, sorry, what is an oven? What is an oven? So here is uh, Stephen's answer. Steve, is it calzone? <laughs> no. <laughs> what are ovens? <laughs> okay, so. Yo, I love calzones. Okay. All right? I love calzone, but there's no way a calzone is reaching 800 degrees. <laughs> Bro, how much you love calzones? That's got to be your answer. Right? <laughs> Yo, so, hold on a second. So, How much is it worth? Let me listen to this again. Two hundred hot bucks. stuff for a thousand. A thousand bucks. Stefano Ferrara is a famous maker of these, which can reach a temperature of eight hundred degrees Yo, inside. A thousand dollars, and his answer. See, yes, is it calzone? Right. But that's why that's why um, calzone and eight hundred degrees were trending like crazy for a is couple it calzone? days. Steve and his 800 <laughs> degree calzone. Is it calzone? That would like melt your face. Oh, dude, you wouldn't be able to pick like, it up. Like, no, no, right? but if you've been, Even you know, you sometimes they're a little bit cooler on the, like, let's say it was 100 degrees on the outside. Yeah. Okay, like 100 degrees on the outside. Um, if you bit into something that was 800 degrees, you would die. It would, like, you would put it in your mouth and it would melt all the way down and just fall <laughs> out between your legs. Yeah. Like, it would just melt its way. It would melt its way Even out of you. Even if you were to use, utensils right at 800 <laughs> degrees those utensils are, are be melting soft. and bending yeah it'd be soft it's a calzone <laughs> poor steve anyway <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast all right everyone take a deep breath and prepare yourselves very hot things very hot things Roz and mocha's very hot things Yes. Welcome to Very Hard Things. We ask uh, Dem Maury 
and his husband, damn it, Matthew, to explain something very difficult. Something that is very hard to explain. Razamoka's very hard things. And the task this week was a shock to me when I discovered this because there is actually no scientific consensus oh, there on, isn't. on how this happens. There's a couple of really good theories, mm-hmm. but for a long time and for a lot of people, the exact science behind this is still sort of debatable, and that is, why does a bicycle stay up? <laughs> wow. And you can't say, well, because you ride it, right? It, oh, it's, you can't. No, that would be the obvious answer. No, no, because if you take a bicycle and just push it real hard, it'll go and sort of lean towards whatever side that wheel starts going to, but it wants to stay up. And then once it runs out of speed, it will fall. Right. But it wants to stay up. So it's not about learning how to ride a bike. It's what is it about a bicycle that makes it stay up? Matthew, what do you want from me? Oh. It's tiny and Are you ready for another very hard things? I'm always ready for very hard things. Okay. Explain how a bicycle works as in how it stays up and doesn't fall. Gravity. No, gravity would pull it down. A bicycle works because it's standing up anyways, and you're on it, and you're pedaling. It's not standing up anyways. It normally would fall over. It only stays up once you lift it. Because the humans are on it riding them. I don't have time for these stupid questions. My answer is it can. It stays up because you're continually pedaling it. Exactly. So explain so that. So what I said. No, but explain what the pedal... How does it stay up because of the pedaling? Because of the pedaling... You just answered your own question. What makes it stay up? Balance is the answer. So is it the wheels that keep it up, or is it the pedaling? What keeps it up? I f***ing told you already, and you keep asking me the question over and no, over No, I'm asking again. you different. What keeps it upright? The pedaling the or... balance. No, it... No. Human beings are on their pedaling, balancing, and riding. What is it about the design of the bike that keeps it up? Thin metal rods, <laughs> light thin metal rods, and with wheels. Right. AKA human body on top of that with balance and riding it equals staying up. It just works. It just is. So then wouldn't a bike stay on it up on its own without a person no. on it? No, because a person isn't on it. To maintain balance. Create balance. Maintain balance. Whatever. So why is it harder to keep a unicycle up? is a unicycle the three one no uni one uni one uni not try (laughs) uni uni why is it harder because there's only one wheel (laughs) (laughs) so is this very hard yes it's hard but i really think it's the human that keeps it up because you could have someone that doesn't know how to ride a bike on the bike and it still tips so it really is up to the human being so it's the specific human not necessarily the balance the human being creates the balance and causes the balance. Was that a very I bet hard, you I was right. Was that a very hard thing? thing? No. It took me a while, but... Do you feel smart that you couldn't figure out unicycle and tricycle? Well, I didn't think you would ask about unicycle. I mean, uni, now that makes sense, but... I thought you were talking about the, the triple one, whatever. Try. Like the big... No, a tricycle is... Yeah, a tricycle. Oh, you're thinking of a quad. Maybe... I don't know anymore. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Bye. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, the damn it's everybody. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Today yeah. is no pants day. I just want to ask right away. What how does that are we mean? Celebrating? What does that mean? No pants day. Well, it means no pants today. 
Why? What's the significance of no pants day? Go, go on. It's a chance to celebrate. But why? No, it's a chance to celebrate your day relaxing with no pants. No. It's, I think it's about wearing like things other than pants, like shorts and skirts and dresses and so on and so forth. Not no pants. Well, you could, even with no pants, you could still be in your... So what are you wearing today? Well, I'm wearing pants, okay, but because I didn't know for, how okay, we were celebrating. Okay, you go first. You want to be the example, be the example, homie. It's no Wendy's Fundies, too. <laughs> I didn't get that note, but I'll... No, no, no Wendy's Friday. <laughs> okay, now what? Okay, here's the, you're here's the one the, that brought this yeah, up, I, I have, like, have, where are you going yeah, with this? I don't know where are you going with this, man. So here's Am my I supposed th- to like dance. It's your thing, man. Don't look you, at me. You came in here to talk about this. Right. Like, have the information. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you want to wear? You obviously want to not wear pants today. I'm fine with that. No, like, it's not a matter of not wanting to wear pants. I just want to be part of the group. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. Take dropping your, your, your dro- dro- dropping your pants in front of me is no way to get part of the group. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, you should have left him around his ankles, man. I was about to do a whole thing. Make him do like lunges and things. Oh, see? I'll put them back on. Okay. Let me see. Let me see these pants. Okay, Mocha's now walking over to Dan. Look, and by the way, thirty waist. <laughs> That's what these say. That's not what that says. Yeah. Why am I yeah, laughing? Yeah. Yeah. A lot Where of, are you going? Oh, he just threw them. Oh, Mocha just opened the door of the studio and whipped them down the hallway. Okay. okay. Now, now you can celebrate no pants. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. It's now it's no pants, no net. <laughs> because you actually now have to go and get those yourself. There's people in the hall. Also, also, Maury, just so you know, I'm just reading now. Hold on. What's the date again? Can you guys confirm the date again for me, please? Yes. No, yeah, I am right. It is also absolutely no gray t-shirt day. <laughs> it is no... I'm please. You, I'm not forcing you to... I'm just... You seem to want to do what the internet says. So I'm, I'm just like... The challenge accepted. Yeah. yeah. You, you are... Yeah. You're like the challenge accepted guy today. Also, your pants are in the hallway, yeah. <laughs> looking oh. like a crime out no, there. But you know what's even funnier is that there's construction going on right. too. So there's yeah. like six construction guys right and over you there. Threw my pants at them. <laughs> right. And the best part is, is that you need a key card to get back into the studio, and Maury's key card is attached to his pants. Oh my god! <laughs> Happy no pants day, everybody. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, these junk science surveys uh-huh. that we cover all the time are getting more ballsy and more ballsy with their questions. Okay. The question is, are you better than everyone you know? <laughs> At what? So, just a better person. So let me back this up. So they asked 81% of people said that they believe that humankind is inherently good. Three in four people believe they themselves are fundamentally a good person. When researchers asked respondents how they would compare themselves to others, 46% of people said they were better than anyone they know. Wow. 46% of people said that they were better than anyone they knew. If you had to answer yeah. this survey, this question, Roz. Am I better than everyone I know? What would your answer be? 100% no. Okay. Damn it, Maury. I have to say no. Because I know, I know, I know it's no. <laughs> but you, you make it seem like you're saying no, but you disagree with the your answer. No, no, no. I agree with me, but I wish I was better than a lot of people. I think I'm better at some things, 
No, a better person. Yeah, person. Oh, not, so it's not, not smart. No, it's just a better, like, a, I'm nicer. Better, I'm just a better, a better human being. You're a better human Hell being. Hell yes. You think, that you're, you think you're a better human being than everybody you know. I thought you were just talking smarts. Then I'd say no, but I just, as a better human being, absolutely. Okay. You think that you're a better person than I every- know when I do wrong. No, you don't. You're still yeah, liar. I know. Yeah, but you never admit it. And you lie about it. Exactly. Which makes you a better person. Not a good person. person. <laughs> <laughs> Mocha, what about this you? Is, I think this is a, the toughest. I think for all of us, I think that Mocha, this is probably the toughest question for you because I think you occupy space in other people's lives where you are the best person that they know. Oh, thanks. So the question then becomes in your life, are you better than everybody you know? No. I can You're not. No, I, really? I know. I can think right now of like two or three other people in my life who yeah. I know are a better person. Let me, is, hold but, on, let me but, argue but, Mocha on this. But, but is this just because you're one of the great qualities you have and what makes you such a good person is that you are so giving and modest that you would refuse exactly. to even answer this question truthfully because you feel that it would make you less of a person. No, no, because I think that there are b- better people out there. That's exactly me. what I was going to say. Mocha is just not, being too nice. Not out there. These are people you know. Sorry, people who I know. Yes, people in my life, people in my circle. Absolutely. You think that there's better people? I think, yeah. Really? Are you uh-huh. a better person than your wife? No, my wife is way better than are me. Are you a better person than your mom? Uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> She's not listening. Okay. Are you a better? Are you a better person? You know what? No, mom? my mom's very thoughtful. Are you a better yeah. person? Is than she your more sisters? thoughtful than you, though? She is. Yeah, I think that's where I get it from. Absolutely. Are you better than? Are you better than your sisters? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Both of them. Yes. Both of them. So that that's the question. <laughs> and again, they're getting very ballsy uh, with their uh, polling questions now. The question was. Are you a better person than everyone else you know? Roz, are you better than Catherine? Hell no. Wait. Oh my God, no. How would Matthew, how would your husband Matthew answer this? Matthew would say he's better than me at everything. Yeah. No, no, I'm just a better person, like in Absolutely. general, over everybody Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Huh. He, he would, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm a better, sorry, my dad's a better person than me. Okay, so you're not a better person than everybody you know then. Okay, sure. My dad. <laughs> okay. Again, again. <laughs> Again, 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 not admitting you're wrong and lying I when you know. are. <laughs> are you better than your mom, Roz? Am I better than my mom? That's a good question. Am I a better person than my mom? No. No, I'm not. Are you a better person than your brother? No. No, I'm not. I'm not a better person than most people I know. See, I'd say saying that you're better than your mom is a compliment to her. You could take it that way, for sure. Maury, are you better than your mom? Absolutely. She left me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Okay, so the question is this. Assuming we're talking about a one-year period. Okay. Okay, the question is this. Uh, Would you rather have $500,000 a day, $5 every second, $50,000 every 25 minutes, or $50 million right now? Okay, I would need to do the math on... All of those numbers. Okay, but what would what does your gut tell you? I'll start with Maury. Maury, what does your gut 50 tell you? Fifty million right now. Yeah, I knew you were going to say okay, that. Maury would take fifty million right now. Right now. Okay, here because get, here's a take a. In no, case you need to do some quick math. I'll give you a piece of paper more. What is your gut telling you, Mocha? Again, I'll, give read, me the I'll read them out again. Okay, yeah. you can pick one, and this is for an entire year. Okay, so yeah. a one year period, uh, you could have five hundred thousand dollars a day. Yeah. You can have $5 every single second, 
$50,000 every 25 minutes or $50 million right now. So it's either the $5 a day or sorry, $5 every, every second. second or what was the next one? Uh, $50,000 every 25 minutes. One of those two. One of those two. Is going to be higher than $50 million. Is it the second one? The $5 again, one? Again, $500,000 per day. $5 every second, $50,000 every 25 minutes, or 50 mil right now over a one-year period. See, I think most people, because the allure of the, the $50 million, oh, right? Oh, please. That's you automatically, jackpot. Yeah, you automatically go to that. That's the jackpot. Okay, so, so without you, doing the math. So your gut is leaning towards either... The seconds or the 24 minutes? Either every, $5 every second yeah. or $50,000 every 25 minutes. Okay, pause on this. Yeah. Maury, where are you at with your math? Well, there's 60 seconds in a minute. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, yeah. There's a lot of gas coming out of your diaphragm. <laughs> 60 seconds in a minute. So yes. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, okay. 60, yes. blah, blah, What are you trying to figure out? Which one would give me more? Okay, but how are you trying to figure that out? Mathly. Okay. No, but what is your what is your process? Um, doing how many seconds in a year? Okay, how many seconds are in a year? Well, there's 60 seconds in a minute. So you're not even close to getting there. Yeah, that's where we're at. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait till Maury starts trying to find out how many 25-minute chunks are in a year. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then, so 500,000 times two is one million. Yes. So that's two days. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. What is your What does your gut tell you? Again. So the question is this: in in a one year period, yeah, if you could have five hundred thousand dollars a day, or five dollars every second, or fifty thousand dollars every twenty five minutes, or fifty mil right now. So, Maury, I need your definitive answer on what you would want, and then I'll give you the results. I think five hundred thousand dollars a day would give you more money. Okay. So that is your answer, $500,000 a day. No, no, he gave his answer already. You said $50 million That's right now. That's before I did it mathly. He was doing, he was doing a little oh, math. Okay. He's doing a little math. So Maury's answer is $500,000 per day for one year. Mocha, you yeah, were I'm between... Gonna, I'm going to say... You, you were going between $5 every second and $50,000 every 25 minutes. Okay, um, I'm going to... I'm still oh going to go God. with the seconds. Okay. I figured out the trick. Okay, well, there's a trick. It's all the same. Okay. Oh! Is it really? Is it all no, the same? No, it's not even oh. close to being all the same. <laughs> My heart's um, saying. Okay. Okay. So again, would you rather have over one year period, $500,000 a day, yeah. $5 every second, $50,000 every 25 minutes, or 50 mil right now? Here are the totals for a one year period. If you chose, so first of all, 50 mil, we all know that. 50 yeah. mil at the end of the year would be 50 mil at the end of the year. If you chose... $500,000 a day. That would bring you a total at the end of the year of 182500 Wow. Whoa. If you chose $5 every second, that would bring you just below at $157,680,000. Oh. If you chose $50,000 every 25 minutes at the end of a year, you would have $1 billion. Oh! Okay. <laughs> One billion fifty-one million two hundred thousand dollars. That was my second choice. That is a big jump. Yeah, but it doesn't seem it because I just did the math on that one. How? Uh, 50, no, you 50, didn't. 50, 50, 50 <laughs> gives you two hundred thousand dollars an uh, an hour. Okay, it what? Two hundred thousand dollars an hour. Okay, by doing what? 
50,000 and 50,000 is okay. 100,000. Okay. And then, so it's because you get 25, 25, you get four 25 minutes chunks in an hour. You do. No, you don't. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Justin Trudeau says that he plans on getting the second AstraZeneca shot if it's available. I think a lot of people still feel that way. He was on TV this morning talking about it. First of all, I have no hesitations or no regrets about the AstraZeneca because every vaccine uh, used in Canada has been approved as safe and effective. So uh, I and anyone else who got the AstraZeneca shot did the right thing. They got a bunch sitting around. Just give it to me. What are they going to do with all those now? I don't know. That's a question that nobody's been able to answer. You know, at least I haven't been able to find an answer for it. I always had this thing in my head that I'm going to one day fight Justin Trudeau. What do you mean? Like fist fight? Yeah. I just have this really? thing in my head. Like not when he's prime minister or anything like that. Like years, like from, now, I, years from now, I think huh. when, we're, when we're older, I, I think that uh, I just have this thing in my head where I think that we're, he's going to say something to him. or He has he's boxing gonna, training. Eh, it doesn't matter. You don't. Eh, it doesn't matter. Um, I just think that I, like that we're going to fist fight one day. I met him years ago. Yeah. Like years ago before, like way before he was even in politics. On a show I was working on. And we didn't get along at all. He was just, not, like, he's not my kind of guy, right? What do you mean? What happened? Did nah, he say nah, something? No, he just, or nah, he just you guys, rem- just the chemistry wasn't nah, there. Nah, I, I tell you, you want me to be honest with you? He reminded me of every guy that I had ever met that really faked being into a lot of sensitive things just to get girls. Okay. You know what I mean? Like sure. the guy who was like really into the environment and like reduce, reuse, and recycle, but yeah. just because girls were into that. Uh-huh. So he was into that. Like but he now just, everybody's into it. And he was born rich, and I've never gone along with anybody who's born rich. Okay. But I just, we just didn't get along. Like just not my kind of guy, right? Uh-huh. Like we hung out for a little while and we did our thing and just not not my kind of guy. And then ever since then, I've just like, I just had just this thing in my head. one time? No, there's been other times. Oh, okay. Uh, but just, I just have it in my head. Just, I, I don't know why. Like, I don't know why. Like, I'm, I'm not a violent person, but I just uh-huh. think, I truly believe that one day Justin Trudeau and I are going to fist fight. And it's going to be over something stupid and people are going to like be just, it will embarrass ourselves. Like, it's not like going to be. ask you, like, you're going to be drinking a bottle of water. You I finish that bottle of water and he says, hey, man, make sure you throw that in the recycling no, bin. No, no, no. He will have said something and I will roll my eyes. Will it eyes. be in private or on like pay-per-view? No, 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 no. Just like out. Like, yeah. just out. Yeah, like yeah, it'll yeah. just be somewhere like it'll just be somewhere where I don't and I don't and I'm not saying I'm not even going to throw the first punch. Maybe I would. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I, don't, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just have this feeling. You know, when you get a feeling about something. Uh-huh. Right. And it's irrational. Like I don't know. And I can't justify it in any way because, again, I'm not a violent person. I don't particularly hate the guy. I have nothing. But I just look at Justin Trudeau and in my heart, like you I know, truly believe feel. I truly believe that Damn, one day bro. something is going to happen yeah. and he and I are going to wind are up you fist fighting. scared now moving forward? if you're ever in the same room as him? Scared of who? No, like scared like it's today the day. (laughs) (laughs) Scared of who? Scared of who? Uh, Yeah, like, like, let's say the next time you step into a room and you see Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. I'm not going to instigate anything. No, 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 but will you be like, your heart will sink. Will you be like that Arthur meme where you clench your fist? No, no, no. Like I'm not. Gonna, like, I'm not going to. You're go, ready? No, 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 no. Just no, in no. case. No, 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 no. Like I, I, I. When I say that it's going to happen, like when I say in my heart, I believe it's going to happen. Uh-huh. It's going to be like it's going to be something like it's going to be over nonsense, right? Like it'll just be 
Like, it'll just be dumb. Like, I'm not going to walk in somewhere. I would never walk in somewhere, like, looking for a fight or no, looking to obviously. instigate Yo, something. No, obviously. Yo, where's Trudeau at? No, no, no. Not like, not like that. No. The Mounties listen to this show. Like, they're going to block not, you from everything I'm now. I'm not saying that I'm probably on no, the way to your house. Right, right I, didn't now, say, I didn't say I wanted to. There's a big difference, Maury, between saying I wanted to and I just think in my heart I believe it will inevitably happen. Yeah. At some right? point. There's a, there's, a big diff- there's a big difference in that. Yeah. Right? And it won't go well. Right? Like, it's not going to, like, I'm not, I've, don't have visions of like me like winning anything i just think that it, we're gonna tussle like, one day it'll be something dumb it'll oh. be something so dumb like, like you will see him put ketchup which you hate on a hamburger no i would never do that he's gonna try and no 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 i'll no, tell you exactly I, I what, it what it would be no it's gonna no. be fashion related no hell no it's gonna be he's gonna try he's gonna be talking to people and like blah blah blah, blah saying something smart right uh-huh. where i'm gonna be like Blech. And then, and then, <laughs> and then he'll say, "What'd you say?" Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what's gonna happen. That's exactly what's gonna, that's exa- that's exactly what's gonna happen, right? <laughs> and then I'm just gonna look at him and go, "I said, blech," <laughs> and then it's on, right? <laughs> it's, Fist arm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Google Trends. This is the uh, section where they analyze all the search data. And Google Trends just turned 15 years old. Okay. So in honor of that, they've revealed the five questions that people have searched for the most in the past 15 years. 15 years? Mm -hmm. And one of these questions, I... See pop up anytime I Google like Gangnam like, Style. It no, oh, like it will autofill. <laughs> yeah. So do you want me to tell you? Do you want to guess or do you want me to just tell? Oh you my god, I are? could never get into the heads of what we've been googling over fifteen years. The five questions people have searched for the most. Number one. Yeah. What time is it? Okay. Which is a weird one because if you're searching either on your phone or a laptop or your computer. There's a clock there anyway, right? But, yeah, but 15 years ago, though, we got to figure, right? Maybe maybe, fo- maybe, maybe, 14 years ago, people were using... 15 years ago, there was clocks on the computer. Yeah, I know, I guess. Uh, number two it's on the list. It's a weird one. How to tie a tie. Oh, I've Googled the that. One. I've done that. Yeah, so this is yeah. the one, anytime I type in how to, yeah. it will autofill tie a tie. And I'm really, like, why huh? does that always pop up? But you got to keep in mind that when you're watching a video, it's like you got to turn around and face a mirror and watch it behind Well, I've, you. I don't click on the autofill. Yeah, I know I'm not how to look, tie a tie. I know how to tie a tie. Yeah. It just, it just it autofills. Uh, it autofills. Another one kills me autofill. that you've probably filled out um, as well, a question, David Mori. Again, these are the five, question, five most uh, searched questions on Google Trends. Number three is how to kiss. Oh, come on. Oh, I know how, how to, to kiss. kiss. I just don't do it often. Well, I wonder what, what actually happens, though. Have you ever Googled how to kiss? What does no. it say? I don't know. Why don't you do it right now? How to kiss. Oh, there's a video and everything. Is there really? Yeah. Can we two, hear the video? Two young college co-eds. Uh, no, because no. I, don't, I, I don't. You know what? And it's not because I'm afraid of what they're going to say. I don't want to listen to somebody kiss. Also. Gross. Then, where is that? Like YouTube and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Then your search history is going to be that. And then all the recommended videos are going to be other, like, how to kiss I know. Videos. And Roxy sometimes uses my computer, too. And yeah, she's yeah. going to be like, Dad, what you doing? My computer's already 
garbage anyway. Uh, number four on the list is Where Am I? Where and, Am I? Yeah, I don't know who would have to Google that. I could see celebrities doing that if they, like, you know, don't know where they are if they're on tour. Do you think, though, that maybe they think that your phone's GPS is just going to tell you where you are? Like, you, you're like able to... I don't know. Yeah. Yes, it, it would. Yeah. Because if you go to, like, MapQuest, it finds you. Right, but if you just Google, where am I, does it come up? Do that, if too. If you Google? When to do close right the now. window oh, about how to kiss. God. Well, no, I'm going to save that <laughs> one for later. <laughs> Bookmark. Bookmark. Okay, hold on here. Oh, God. Where am I? Where am I? Oh, the first thing that comes up is a link to Google. But oh. that might not have been there 15 years ago. Right. I'm guessing it was, though. Uh, and finally, uh, five questions people have searched for the most in the past 15 years on Google Trends, according to Google Trends. Yeah. Number five is how many ounces in a cup? Uh, Eight. I've... You didn't give me a chance. <laughs> Yeah. No, you're faster than Google. <laughs> Results in 0 0.1 seconds. Am I right, though? Am I right? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I think I'm right. Oh, okay. Well, let me look it up. What was it? Eight ounces in a cup? Eight ounces no. in a cup. How many ounces in a cup? Ounces in a cup. The answer is eight. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Seth Rogen's still out promoting his book, uh, Yearbook. Uh, full of uh, tons of stories, but he stopped by Kelly Clarkson's show mm -hmm. and the connection between Kelly Clarkson and Seth Rogen actually goes back years. Um, it goes back to the 40-year-old virgin. Okay. Okay. Do you remember in the 40-year-old version when Steve Carell is getting waxed? Oh, famous and, and, scene. And, and he's just shouting out nonsense every time they rip a strip of wax off him. And one of the things he says as they're waxing his chest is this. No! Clarkson. Right. Okay. <laughs> Just and if you see the out, the outtakes are hilarious because <laughs> yes. he screams out different things. Everything. Um, during that scene, but the the one that makes the movie and what really makes that scene. No, Kelly Clarkson. Exactly. What's that? Uh, so Seth Rogen on with Kelly Clarkson yesterday. Judd Apatow yeah. told me um, that, and I want to know if it's true. He told me that it's your fault that people scream my name everywhere I go. Ah, oh, Kelly Clarkson. Well, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. First of all, I owe you, a, I owe you an apology. No, it's um, awesome. It is true. Yes, that is true. It, it was. Um, I was a co-producer on on the Four Year Old Virgin. I was also in it, but um, it was. Uh, I was a writer mostly by trade at the time. Um, so I was hired to write also like uh, jokes. We call them alt jokes or alternate jokes. Um, and we knew Carell was going to be waxed, and he wouldn't be able to think clearly, probably. So we wanted to just be able to feed him <laughs> things to say. And we don't always like to only have profanity. So uh, Judd was like, "You should write a list of jokes that are like uh, dirty jokes, like and and a list of clean jokes." <laughs> um, and it was hard to write the clean jokes. Um, and I honestly think I was sitting on my couch writing the jokes, and you came on television <laughs> and I saw you and it was Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I love it. Yo, that movie's so funny. No, Kelly Clarkson! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Louisa. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Doing good. How are you today? I'm doing well, thanks. Under a little bit of stress, huh? I would say so. Yeah, why is that? So I've been trying to divorce my ex now for six years. What? <laughs> yeah, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. You've been working on this, um, like you just said, for six years. Your ex lives in Dubai with his girlfriend. Uh, you said that yep. you are taking care of your two kids back here at home. There's just one excuse after another, and he doesn't send any of the required documents back. Have you not talked That's to a lawyer? Correct. I do. I have a lawyer now. Okay. So I had given up asking for financials. So what we finally decided is that I just told him, Tell me whatever you think is fair to give me to help support the kids. So we wrote everything down. The lawyer drafted it up and he said, no, after he first agreed to everything, he decided, no, he hasn't had an income supposedly for three years now. Mm. So that's his new story. Mm. So what's he doing out in Dubai? Living the good life, you know, on his uh, apartment uh, on the beach with his Porsche, but he has no income. (laughs) <laughs> and the problem is, is he's a part owner of a business, so he doesn't really declare income there, right? They're tax-free. Okay. So do you want money from him or do you want to divorce him? Well, I think that because I have the kids, he should help support the kids. So I of just course. want some sort of, you know, um, assistance. Because if you um, were, geez, because if you just wanted to divorce him, that's, that's, what I, that's what I thought you were getting at at the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. Because if you just wanted to divorce him, you can go to a judge and petition a judge. It would be the same as if, if, if somebody couldn't locate their spouse, right? Uh, where where you, you file the paperwork and you, I, I believe you then have to prove that you did what you could to try and locate them. And then the same thing works if one person files and the other person doesn't and then they don't sign off on it and your filing runs out. I don't know what the the, the period of time is in between. The judge won't issue a divorce if there's dependence, if there's no uh, determination of whether there's any financial support. So all he has to do is provide his financial information and then they plug it into, uh, you know, it's online. They'll plug it into what the support would be on a monthly basis and then you're done. Does he like not want a relationship with your kids whatsoever? Like, is he in contact with them or he just wants nothing to do with um, with this life? He hasn't talked to my daughter in about a year, Mm -hmm. so I'm not sure he really does want too much of a relationship, but I think that's a side because I mean, at this point he can reach out to them. They have phones. It's not as if they're, you know, two, three years old. So what advice are you getting from your lawyer at this point? Uh, well, he's finally been served the documents because, you know, Dubai, they're not under this Hague convention of service. So finally, he was served, but she just is plugging along. I don't really know what else to do because he's not very uh, forthcoming with his financials. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your options are in that situation, to be honest with you. I think you got to take the lead from your lawyer. Like if your lawyer has knowledge of like international law when it comes to this kind of stuff, right? Right. So how are you going to fix my life? I, I mean, <laughs> th- this is this is like a this is not a situation that is fixable. There's there's not a, there's not one answer to this. Like it's not like we're holding on to a secret or or somebody else has the code on what would it take to get this settled. Now, have you thought about what? Let's just fl- flip it here for for one quick second, right? 
And I'm not saying to do this, but when you think about this, what does the outcome look like to you? And that is just completely cutting him out of your life altogether and trying to make the best of it with just you and the kids. Can you survive? Can I survive? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm doing my best. What we're all doing during COVID, right? I'm working as best I can. I don't know. I don't even know if you can sue somebody if they're in Dubai. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know That's what, what I'm those. Saying. You need I don't a, know what that what that even looks like, or you how you can have that conversation. Somebody who knows that international law, who knows how to deal with something like this, where someone's in a completely other country, where the laws are way different from what they are here. Believe me, nobody in Dubai is going to go to your ex-husband and say, we need to see your financials so we yeah. can settle up with your <laughs> wife back in Canada. Like, that's never going to happen. I think the only thing is, is that he has his pride right now. And a Porsche. And a Porsche, right. which is in a really, really nice car, yeah. Yeah. And an apartment on the yeah. beach. Yeah. And a, girl, <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a girlfriend, right? <laughs> and, well, she's not the price. <laughs> oh! <laughs> You go, Louisa. <laughs> uh, Louisa, your your situation is one of the most unique we've had on this show, and I Absolutely. wish I, I, I wish that we could you know say something that God even to just help build you know confidence or something like that. But there there is I, I don't know what to say because this is one hundred percent a very very difficult and complicated um, problem for experts and lawyers. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Like what? Like what were you hoping we would say? What were you hoping we would say? I don't know. I guess a little encouragement sometimes. Okay, we nice. can do that. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. You are one hundred percent going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are whether you know it or not. You're built for this, and uh, your kids already know that. And. Uh, his reluctance to be in your life has left you in a position that a lot of people have been in before, which is you got to gather everything up and you got to carry your team. And that is what you are going to do. And, and you've been the, doing already. You've been doing right? it. And on the days when you feel yeah. like you got nothing left in you, you are going to find it and you're going to do it again that day and then the next and the next and the next because that is what you do. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, that got me. <laughs> no. If this is what you needed, then, you know, we are happy to to give you that because you you mean more to us than you know. That is so sweet. Thank you. Okay. You're going to kill it. Yeah. We know, okay. Louisa. Yeah. You're going to kill it. You've been killing it already without this loser in your life. Oh, thank you. All right. You can just keep doing what you do. Keep that head up. I will. Okay. All right, Louisa. You take care. I love you lots. You too. Thanks. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Hello? Brian. Hey. It's Roz and Mocha. <laughs> hey, how are you? Happy belated birthday. Thanks, man. Um, we got a really long email Okay. from your brother, Riley. Oh, wow. Because yesterday's your birthday, but you had spent the weekend in the hospital. I did, yeah. Riley said, my older brother has broken his elbow while we were hanging out on Saturday. And he was just released from the hospital. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah. That's uh, sadly correct. So, uh, give us the because instead of reading this full email, can you just explain to everyone uh, exactly what went down? Um. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm a, a pretty good athlete. I'd like to think. Mm. And um, yeah, we we just went out rollerblading, and I've been playing hockey my whole entire life. And I just we were just chasing after a ball, and I was just getting. Get going way too fast, and I took a a hard turn, and legs got kicked out from underneath me, and kind of ass over 
over kettle. Uh, how, how old did you turn? Uh, 34. Too old for rollerblades, man. <laughs> 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 so, I think a lot of life lessons from you, Roz. Yeah, too uh, old. Too old for rollerblades. <laughs> Riley said that uh, because of your broken elbow, you needed four and a half hours worth of surgery. Yeah, it was like four and a half, five hours worth of surgery. And Bruh. you were in a field hospital for 26 hours without your family, without any of your friends. That That's correct. I, uh, it's, uh, but I try to make a joke out of it, too. It's, it was my funny bone, so it was kind of like, <laughs> now, now I'm, like, I'm half as funny as people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but the one thing Riley said is that the Razamoga show kept you company during your alone time in the hospital because you were just like nonstop listening to the podcast. I did, yeah. It was, it was, that was the only thing that was really kind of keeping me going. I, I had my wife packed my phone, my uh, my charger, my headphones, and literally the only thing I was listening to. I've, I've listened to the whole podcast, like every episode of the podcast. I've listened to it probably two times over, but wow. that was literally the only thing that was keeping me going. That's a that's a lot of listening, man. Oh man, I'm telling you, it was, <laughs> I was up. I was even I was going up throughout the whole night listening to it. Jeez. Awesome. You got nothing else to do out there, right? I, I had nothing else to do. We should put that on the poster. Roz and Mocha, when there's nothing else to do. <laughs> listen to the show. <laughs> We're happy that you're okay. Happy belated birthday. Uh, you sound like you're in great spirits, but uh, I do know that Riley felt like super, super bad that... Um, that you had to spend your, your your special day, your birthday in the hospital. No, he he was uh, he was a good bro- he's a good brother. He's one of the best guys I've ever I get to hang out with on a daily basis. And he's no, I, I can't believe he did that. That's kind of cool that he sent you guys an email. No, man, you're all good. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for your dedication, Brian. You know we love you, bro. Thank you guys. I love you guys too. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There is. An anniversary to celebrate today that I, I'm very excited about, and I hope other people are. Is it wrestling? Just as excited. It is not wrestling. Really? Yeah. Oh. It has nothing to do with wrestling Usually you whatsoever. troll me hard with some sort of anniversary, making me think like I'm actually miss. I'm a bad person and I've missed something. No, it's. And then it turns out to be some sort of wrestling anniversary. No, it's not wrestling and it's not The Office. Oh, fair enough. I don't know what it could be then. Golden it is Girls, not Maury Golden says. Girls. No, it is not. It is a movie Bridesmaids because oh. today, believe it or not, is the 10-year anniversary since its release. Help me, I'm poor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic joint, man. Uh, $288 million worldwide is what it made, starring Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph, Melissa McCarthy, Rose Byrne, Ellie Kemper. Yeah. I didn't know about this, that it was nominated for two Academy Awards. I yeah, have no but idea. but which categories though? Melissa McCarthy yeah. for best supporting actress. Yeah, okay. And best original screenplay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Screenplay, I fully understand because it was a brilliant screenplay. Uh, and it won. It didn't win anything at the the Academy Awards, but it won Critics Choice Awards. Uh, it won an MTV Movie Award and a People's Choice Award as well for best comedy. And I'm glad you brought up the. Uh, but I'm help, poor. Help me, I'm poor. Because that air. So there's two <laughs> scenes that really stick out for me yeah. when you're talking about bridesmaids. Yeah. It's obviously the plane scene. Yeah. And then the best friend speech scene. 
Right. It may not trigger anything right. in your mind right, right. now, but no, I'm going to no, play no, both. I'm going to play both it. for it. you it. just so we can it. relive yeah. and re-enjoy on the 10th anniversary of the Please. release of Bridesmaids. I'm excited and I feel relaxed and I'm ready to party <laughs> with the best of them. And I'm gonna go down to the river! <laughs> wow, it looks like somebody's really relaxing now. Yeah, wow. What are you guys talking about up here? We are, um... We're going to a restaurant tonight. I know the owner, so it's just you having... You do? Oh, Helen is the Bro, <laughs> 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 oh, so funny. Man. Wasted and so great. I can't remember what pill it was she was given that Rose Byrne gave to her, gave to Kristen Wiig, but that scene right there. Yeah. And then when they're going back and forth at the uh, at the engagement party where Rose Byrne is trying to wrap everything up. Yes. She's a new best friend. Yes. She's wrapping everything up. And yes. Kristen Wiig uh, still wants more time because she's the original best friend to right. Maya Rudolph's ca- um, character. Well, that concludes the speeches for the night. Thank you. One last thing. I, it's rare to meet someone as an adult who you really connect with, and that's you, Lil. I went to Thailand recently with my husband, Perry, and there's a beautiful saying that I learned there. Kun, ben sung nong kong chan. Sung chan. It means you are a part of me, a part that I could never live without, and I hope and I pray that I never have to. And that's it for tonight. Thank you for coming. Really quick. Thank you all for coming. I just wanted to say really Dessert quick. Dessert wine is out. <laughs> Consuelo? Really quick. Speaking of Consuelo, Lillian and I took Spanish together <laughs> in school. And so I would just like to say to you and to everyone here, Gracias para vivir en la casa, en las escuelas, en el azul marcada. Tienes con vivir en las fortuas. And gracias. She's the best. Rose Byrne is so good, man. Rose oh, she's Byrne is gr- so good. Rose Byrne is one of my favorites. Her Bro, and Leslie Mann are she's two- never done. Two of my favorites. Never done anything bad. Rose Byrne and Get Him to the Greek is just a work of art. Oh, she... Like she's an absolute work of art. And that's another that classic, movie. too. Yeah. Uh, so what, what anniversary is it of Bridesmaids? Ten, Ten years. years ago today, Bridesmaids uh, was released. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Let me read you this recap here of Machine Gun Kelly on The Ellen Show. Okay. And then you tell me where you want to start. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly explained how he wanted to visit his girlfriend, Megan Fox, on a film set in Bulgaria. But since he didn't have a passport, Senator Bernie Sanders helped him get one. He also shared why he has a necklace with some of Megan's blood in it and why he thinks their homes are haunted. Oh. Okay, so. (laughs) Hold on. Haunted? Okay. And then. Yeah, there's a lot. Blood necklace? There's there's a lot going on in the Machine Gun Kelly interview on Ellen. Um, Um, You want to start with the haunted house blood necklace? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. You posted a picture of you had like a little necklace on with uh, some of uh, Megan's blood in it, right? And was that your idea or did she fall down and hurt herself and you had a little thing and you said... (laughs) Let me just, what happened? Um, well, she was actually going out of town to film a movie, and um, this was really new in our relationship. I was, you know, like, I, I didn't have a passport either, so she was going out uh, to Bulgaria, 
And so I was kind of freaking out, like, oh, you're going to leave and I can't even come see you or whatever. And I, Yeah, I mean, some people give, like, a handkerchief to their partner or whatever. She gave me her DNA. That was cool. I actually, I, <laughs> I, I brought it with me. You still have yeah, it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's right All here. All right. So did you ever get you a passport? Yeah, I do. I see it. It's beautiful. I did. You know who helped me get a passport? Bernie Sanders. That's so wild. I can't believe that happened. Thank you so much. I haven't even talked to him since this happened. Thank, thank you to the Bernie Sanders team for that. That you, I, I made it to Bulgaria and wow. the relationship's going strong. So thank you so That's much. That's fantastic. No explanation. Just thank you, Bernie Sanders. Um, wasn't there somebody else? Who else had a vial of blood? Oh, Was Angelina it? Jolie when she yeah. was with Billy Bob Thornton. It, did yeah. he have the blood or she did? I think they both did. Each other. Did they not? Yeah. Was it now? I didn't see this machine gun Kelly one. Is yeah. it a lot of blood? Uh, no, like, no, no, it's it never. Necklace? It's never a lot of blood. It's not like a test tube where you can like slosh it around. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's a tiny not, little bit. It's a tiny little bit. So here's. You uh, know what? Though? Yeah. I will say about that. Yeah. I don't mind it. Really? I yeah. would never. No. 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 That is. It was then when Angelina Jolie did it, and it is now when Machine it, Gun Kelly and Megan Fox did it. It is the most try-hard thing I've. I don't mind it. I don't. I have. I, listen. I don't mind you doing it. Uh-huh. But when somebody publicly states, "Oh, I, I sure, love her so much," I wear. Her, no, 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 no. Hard no. No. Uh, if anyway, you gave me something with your blood in it. I'd wear it. Uh, like a tissue. No, not a you put it in your pocket like a pocket square, like when you wear a suit, like, like an earring. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, like I would way. never give you an earring full of my blood. It would always be something like the the underside of a band aid. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. No, I'll pass. Okay, let's. I want to hear about ghosts now. Yeah. So what? Machine Gun Kelly thinks his house is haunted. All the houses are haunted. Oh, you have two houses that are haunted. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. You'll go, there. I'll be in her bed with her, and, and the bedroom door will just be like. <laughs> yeah. Right. Air conditioning. But no one's there, you know? And then, and also it's like, it wind doesn't like go through eight hallways to then make it to the master bedroom door to just flip it open. So that was when I started being like, oh, this is disturbing. Minus the part that also early on in our relationship, she had moved into that house and like that, the, the outside doors were doing that. And I, I had, a, uh, I had a, a weapon to make sure that everyone was safe. And so I went through the house to, with, this shoot, we- with the weapon. To shoot a ghost? There was, it's like, and then we realized. <laughs> True. And then, but my house, everyone that comes to my house and, and, and stays like, you know, past 7 p.m., they're always like, yeah, there's definitely something in your kitchen. And then I realized those ghosts are just like, I think they're just like high ghosts. Like they're just always making ghost snacks or like washing ghost dishes. Like if they're only doing, they're only doing pantry or refrigerator things. Like, so okay. sometimes I'll let off like a, thank you. Like, yeah. <laughs> He thinks he's got kitchen ghosts? Bro, I can't even. Also, the beginning of that clip where he's talking about the hallways and stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's you just trying to flex on how big your house is. Right, 18 hallways. Wind doesn't come up 18 hallways to the master suite. Shut up with your blood around your neck. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I want to talk real quick about energy. Your energy throughout the day. And Mine. Not just yours, in general. And uh, lack of throughout the day. <laughs> a new survey of 2,000 people found that we have at least two times every single day where we need an energy boost. Two mm. times in the day. 
You want to take a guess at what those two times are? Let me ask you a question, though. Is yeah. an, is When you say an energy boost, are we talking about like we just feel the need or are we talking about that we do something? And if we do something, is that like a coffee or does a nap count? Because oftentimes a nap will count as an energy boost. I'm glad you asked because there are things that pe- this survey has found. There are things that people do to give them that energy boost. Okay. Right? But... To go back real quick, there are two times that they've found in a day, in a day where people we need an energy feel boost. that they need an energy boost. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say one of them is definitely 2.30 p.m. Okay, second one is? The second one is... It's either evening or earlier in the morning. So I'm going to say... Uh, 10 a.m. 11.49 a.m. Yeah. And mm. 3.49 p.m. Mm. I was a little off, but I was in the right I was in the right world, a little off. This is kind of close to when I need my energy boost. Yeah. Mine are about 11 a.m. But you shouldn't be in there because you wake up at hours when regular people don't wake up. I know, but here's the thing. Throughout the show, when we're here, yeah. I'm keeping my energy up by constantly eating. I'm eating in here once an hour. But you should but but you should be way off on this though. Because what time do you wake up in the morning? Two forty five. Okay, this is presuming that people wake up like say what, between six and six seven, and seven. Six, and, sure. six and six and six thirty, right? Don't know why. But sometimes so if you went by this, do yeah. the math on that. So if you woke up say seven, what's the first number on there? Eleven forty nine. So four and a half hours later, yeah. say. So you wake up at what time? Two forty five. So it's 6.45. So it's 6.45 is when you should be needing your first energy boost. Right. And then again at... But I eat, like, I have something to 10. eat at, like, like, roughly around now, and then I'll eat yeah. again in an hour, right? right? Um, but here are some of the things. This survey based um, on two, from 2,000 people, uh, the most common things that people do to give themselves an energy boost. You mentioned right. coffee, coffee earlier. That's number one on the list, yeah. Yeah. of course, right? Uh, go for a walk. What? Yep. Drink some waters at number three. Water. Eat a chocolate bar is at number four. Listen to music. Here come the water people. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Yo, if you diss in water, you don't have enough water in your life. Here come the water people. Uh, Number five on the list is listen to music. Listen to music. Yep. For an energy boost. Number six is open a window for fresh air. Uh, Number seven on the list is put the window down in a moving car. Which sometimes if I'm driving uh, home, it's like you're you're past the point then when you need that fresh air to keep you awake. Oh, that's me some days. It's not good when I'm driving home. Yeah, some days that's me. And so there's two things on this list. When I'm driving, there's two yeah. things on this list that I do. Yeah. So number seven is put the window down during yeah. uh, in a moving car, and then somewhere later down on the list, oh number seventeen is slap their face. Sl- you slap your face sometimes. Yeah. Excuse me. To no, keep you myself don't. awake. Yeah. No, you don't. Absolutely. Cause I'm so tired. No, you don't. Yeah. Why don't you pull a nose hair or something? I can't do that. Why? I'd rather slap myself in the face. Really? I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather pull a nose hair. Uh, other things on this list that people do to keep their energy up: uh, eat sweets, drink an energy uh, an energy drink, eat an energy bar, take a vitamin supplement, go for a run, go vitamin for a bike ride, supplement. jump up and down, chew gum, sing. I mentioned slap themselves in the face. Sing. Yeah. Do star jumps. Oh. 
pinch themselves or scream and shout? Pinch themselves. Yeah. As an energy boost. No, that is not an energy boost. That does okay. nothing for you. So what? Just pull pinch, nose hairs. Pinchers. I would say I would start with pulling nose hairs. Okay. I'd have a cup of coffee and pull a couple nose hairs and then, <laughs> then reevaluate. And then you're good. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, so Billie Eilish is doing the rounds talking about her blonde her. Oh, yeah? So there's two clips. Uh, one, let's start with the, her talking to Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. And this is where Billy claims that she got the inspiration to go blonde. Okay. And it wasn't any of these sort of former, you know, blonde bombshells throughout showbiz history. It wasn't anything like that. Is it more simple or more complicated? It was far more simple. Oh. And I think that the person who is the actual inspiration for Billie Eilish going blonde mm-hmm. probably has no idea that they're the oh. inspiration for Billie Eilish going blonde. Listen to this. Billy, I love your new look. What made you go? I mean, you always change your hair, but why did you decide to go blonde? You know, I've been wanting it blonde for a while. I don't know what came over me. I saw a fan edit when I had green hair. And I, it was like me just with whatever hair color I had. And they just edited blonde hair on me. And I was like, ah, it's so sick. I want it. So I kind of like thought of it as a dream. I didn't think it was going to happen because my hair has been through so much. I thought I would burn it all off if I tried, but I did oh, it. Wow. So yeah. So it was, a fa- it was like a fan Photoshop picture. That's crazy. That she's like saw online. And then, but the problem with going blonde, have you ever dyed your hair blonde? Yes. Okay. The problem with going blonde, like actual blonde is it's a very long oh. process. Well, I mean, I, I had to bleach because I was uh, going through a phase where I would color my hair all the time. Right. So I don't know. I had to bleach you it. strip the color out. So I stripped the color. Yeah. But that's not like technically going blonde. In order to do that when you have long hair, mm-hmm. right, it's a very long process. To and go blonde. To go blonde. Okay. And oftentimes when you're in the middle of that process, your hair looks like garbage. Yeah. But Billie Eilish is super famous, so she still had to do her regular Billie Eilish things, like go on Stephen Colbert during the process. So listen to this. When you were last here on the show... Were you, in fact, wearing a Billie Eilish uh, wig? Steve, I was just as blonde then as I am now. I was wearing a Billie Eilish wig. I was, I was, I was. Uh, (laughs) So what do you do? Do you have to go, do you have to go to like a wig maker and say, make me a wig that looks like me because I don't want anybody to know that I don't look like that anymore? How did that go down? So from black to blonde, big thing, and to do it right and to do it where, you know, you're not murdering your hair and keeping it healthy mm-hmm. um you know you, i did the first process and then waited like two weeks so that it could kind of heal and then again and then waited two weeks and then waited a week and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. so i just knew that it would have these like processing periods where it would look insane mm-hmm. and i didn't want to look insane so i uh but i needed something quick so i literally ordered a billy eilish halloween costume wig oh <laughs> on amazon on Cute. amazon um <laughs> No. Like, was it like sort of plasticky kind of? Yeah. It was awful. It was the <laughs> ugliest thing I've ever seen. So the amount of contacts Billie Eilish has, yes. she yes. couldn't ask someone to make her a wig. She had to go on Amazon. She went on Amazon. To buy a Billie Eilish costume. Costume. Yes. Yes. Bro. Yes. Yes. She went on Stephen Colbert wearing a Billie Eilish costume wig that she bought on Amazon. Do you guys remember that clip from like TikTok or Instagram? That she did where people were wondering whether or not she was wearing a wig because she pulled the green just off the scalp just a little bit. Do you remember oh, that? No. She pulled it off just a little bit. She wiggled it back and forth. And then she yeah. like 
started laughing and put her hands over her mouth. Don't you guys remember that? No. It was in and around the time really? that she revealed the blonde hair look. And everyone was like, wait a minute. Uh, is that her real hair or really? is the green hair her real hair? <laughs> right? And then she did that video. And people were like, wait a minute. So the green hair has been a wig all along? But maybe that was the Billie right. Eilish Right. Costume wig that she bought off of Amazon. So I re- I'm looking at the picture. I think it's I think it's this appearance. And Billie Eilish had a I think it's the one where she had the the wig on, but also like a hat. Oh, right, really so, conspicuous. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So talk to me about your Raptors. No. Why? Why should I? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I see. Like, look at Shem shaking his head. And Shem's rocking the Raptors jersey. I know. Or, uh, I, know I noticed that. That's why I wanted to bring this up, man. So Raptors, for the first time since 2013, are yeah. not making it to the postseason. It's a long time. Um, But I think we all kind of knew or anticipated that this was going to happen since, like, long ago. Yeah. The Raptors are definitely not the team that... Uh, can you put your finger on one thing? That was the question I had coming in this morning. Yes, absolutely. Shem. The Raptors are the only team in the entire NBA to not play a single home game. That doesn't matter. What? No. What? No. Absolutely it matters. No. I disagree. It shouldn't. No, but it does. It shouldn't. But why not though? Because what makes it why, comfort. No. These no, guys no, no, no. a lot there are a lot of athletes who home play is, differently. Homes homes where your hat is. What? I could see if all these people grew up in Toronto and all their moms were here and they were away from No. I, no. I totally disagree. No. Well, what do you think went wrong? Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. But I know that's, that's to me, that sounds like a, I, I'm not saying it wasn't a factor. Sure. But at some point, professionalism will always reign. Okay. Talent will always reign. When you have people who are elite, you can take somebody who is elite and put them in any environment and they will rise to the top. For an entire season? Yes. I disagree. I- Hundred percent. Why does somebody? Okay, explain to me this then. Mm-hmm. When somebody is a superstar, okay, and they play five years on one team, okay, then they get traded. Yeah, they go to another team. Mm-hmm. They're just as good the next season. Sure, in a lot of cases. Okay, right. But okay. again, that's that's one player. You're talking about an entire team that has been removed so, from so where less they normally changed, are. So less changed because you still have your crew. You still have your people. Everything's the same. You're just playing on a different floor. That's 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 like saying that there is an, an unbelievable disadvantage and why you would consistently excuse losses on road games. No, that's I, I, I so here's where I disagree. Um, you can anticipate as a team road games. Right? Sure. You can anticipate that. You know that a portion of your season, half your season is going to be on the road. Right. You know that. Sure, they went in knowing that they were going to be playing at the Scotiabank Arena, but you don't know what that's going to do to you on a mental standpoint right. and, and, and and from a physical standpoint in a lot of ways, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of these guys are used to shooting on the Scotiabank um, rims. They're used to going through a certain routine being at Scotiabank Theater. But uh, you don't... Scotiabank Arena, sorry. But they're not, though. It's been two years. Yeah, last year was bubble. I think... Last year was bubble. Did I they make the playoffs? Last year? Yeah. yeah they did, yeah. Mm-hmm. but they were, like, outed Sure, that's fine. I think part of the problem or part of the reason why the team crumbled this year is because of the amount of injuries they had throughout the entire team. And then don't forget, when COVID 
when the coaching staff and the players, and they were they went a, like a long time back in February, I think it was, sure. without saying that anyone, they just said, they didn't say specifically who on the team. And I think even now we only found out once they did start talking about it, it was only Van Vliet. But we didn't right. hear if any other, we knew it was coaching staff, but they never said specifically. And we knew there were some players, but we didn't know specifically it was only Van Vliet. So I think that had a lot to do with trying to build back build back the team, build mm. back their health and their strength, right? Yeah, mm. I, I would say health has, has been such a determining factor this year, especially because, again, we don't know. Presumably a lot of these guys had COVID, right? Yeah. And now they've got to come back and play at a very elite level mm-hmm. off off a you know off off COVID that that's mm-hmm. not easy right but I I really do believe that those guys get into a routine and when that routine is disrupted for an entire season it messes up and listen the Raptors have some of the best fans in the entire NBA not having that support having fake Florida fans or Tampa fans it just it's it's not a suitable replacement for right. what the Toronto fans can do for those players is it just could there could it just be that they're not that good. They're not that. They're not as good as they were two years ago when they won it all. Of course not. Right. No, no, no. And, and but but also, you are know, they good? Are they? I I I give you that the Raptors have unbelievable talent. But what I what I see, and believe me, this is coming from a long time Leafs fan. Okay, <laughs> and that is what I noticed this season about the Raptors. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. Which I which is what I've seen on teams my entire life. Which is you can have incredible players, but that doesn't make you a good team. No, actually, it's the opposite. The Raptors are a fantastic team. They just, they don't. just don't have the individual superstars. There we go. That will help you take you over the top. And there in the NBA, go. especially, it's a league run on superstars. And, and this is a yeah. conversation that we've had before, which is can you win the NBA championship without a superstar on your team? No, it's, I think in terms of the Raptors, I think you need a superstar on that. You team. need a superstar. Yeah, look what Brooklyn so, like. Okay, so season, let me go back to my, let entire- me go back to my original question, <laughs> which is what happened. What happened was is the Raptors don't have a superstar. Yeah, he's playing for the Clippers now. Oh, ouch. Okay, damn. <laughs> he's playing for the Clippers now. That's what happened to the Raptors. Well, again, it depends on how you're measuring it's the success. It's not Florida. Okay? It's, <laughs> they not didn't have Flo- us. it's not Florida. They didn't have Bay. It's not Bubble. It's not Bay. It's not fans. It's us. They don't know it's they not. Miss, they no, miss it's, us. No, not as much as they miss Kawhi Leonard. Oh, don't don't mention <laughs> him. Oh, <man. laughs> Ouch. Don't mention the ass. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Jay. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Roz and Mocha. What's going on today? What's on your mind? Well, I'm having a really hard time getting over the passing of my dad. Mm. Um, you says, Roz and Mocha fixed my life. My dad um, just passed away after a long battle with terminal cancer. And I'm having a hard time adjusting, as you just said. Uh, my younger brother, who was about to get married in July, wasn't much help when my dad was sick, but promised that he would be around to help take care of my mom. Uh, for the time being, he is super supportive, but I feel that this will fade over time. I'm feeling super overwhelmed, and I don't know how to not deal with my emotions in the aftermath of my dad's death, but also to try and keep my family together. That is a lot. Wow. Um, first of all, sorry to hear about your dad. Thank you. Um, how are you feeling now? Um, well, it's only been two weeks, so oh, it's still God. very soon. So, like, my emotions are just all over the place, mm-hmm. right? And I haven't really been very good in my emotions. Like, I 
have a very scattered brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. mm-hmm. it's all just a lot. Mm-hmm. How How's your mom? Um, She's trying to keep it together, but like there's things all over the house, right, that remind us of him. Yeah, of course. So. I would say that even having this conversation of how to get over something when your dad died two weeks ago is is, is even just a little premature. Um, because when somebody dies, you're doing it right. Like you're, all the all the things are happening that are normal. Like when somebody dies, you don't go through like one emotion. You go through all of them. Like when my dad died, I would go through moments of just just crushing tears, but then you would laugh and then you would feel bad for laughing or you would see something that sort of reminded you of something that wasn't sad and then you would feel guilty for a brief moment of not being sad because you think that that's the way you're supposed to feel. Like it's all over the map, right? Like it's just you're going to go, you're going through everything right now. I'll say this to you and take it for whatever it is, but it's the one thing that I wish that somebody had told me after my dad died which is it never gets better, but it does get easier because I was expecting things to get better and Mm -hmm. they don't. Everything will always be damaged, Uh, but it gets easier. And when things start to get easier is when you tend to come down on yourself. Um, You're going to be going to bed one night and you're going to realize I didn't think of my dad today. I had so much other stuff going on in my, in my life and with work and with friends. And I didn't think of my dad today. And when you go to bed that first night and you realize that you went an entire day without thinking about him, you're going to be really pissed at yourself because you're going to think that you're forgetting him or you're going to think that it matters less. And it doesn't. It's just part of the process. But you are still very, very early on in this and trying to figure out how you are expected to hold your family together is not something that is the priority right now. So the other part of your note to us, Jay, is talking about your brother, your younger brother. Yeah. Uh, Have you had much communication with him throughout all of this? Like, does he know how you're feeling? Do you know how he's feeling? Have you talked about how you, you know, it's only been two weeks, like you said, since your dad passed, but like, have the two of you, have you and your brother talked about like how you're going to be able to help support your mom and support each other? We did talk it out and he's making all these promises and we've just in the past with him, he's always said, yep, I'm going to be there. Um, Don't worry about it. Leave it to me. Don't worry, mom. But then he flakes out, right? So I'm just, I guess all of that, all those insecurities are just tenfold right now. Like I just don't, my mind is freaking out, I guess. How old's your brother? He's 24. You guys are, how old are you? I'm 26. Okay. You're 24 and 26. You are very, very young to have lost your dad. And your brother right now is 24 years old. He's about to get married. He doesn't have any kids yet, does he? No. Okay. So your brother's now going into manhood, um, building a life on his own to try and build a family, knowing that he will never be able to turn to your dad for advice on anything. That's gone now. It's gone. And you have to let him deal with that. This is not something where your dad dies and you guys each get to kick each other's ass because you're not stepping up. You need to you need to just be there for each other and closeness and communication and all that stuff. Don't even begin to have these conversations about duties. Well, what I was going to suggest, Jay, is that maybe you should have a conversation with your brother one-on-one because he's going through his own emotions right now as well. So even if the two of you talk about 
how you're feeling and how you could support each other. Like minus all the, I guess, the official stuff that you as a family have to deal with. Maybe it's worth having a conversation where it's just you and your brother just talking things through. I would love that. I just because I'm really awkward with like the serious talks. Like I don't know sure where to begin yeah. right like what do i say to him because obviously our experiences with this are completely different I, I think that you're thinking that you're the one that this is all falling on and in mm-hmm. a way and in a way that is right um but yeah. you, you can't be that person right now like you're it's not it's too it's too much you are going to get so involved in other things that you're not actually going to allow yourself to grieve and this is all going to come back in years from now and it's going to be devastating then, as as devastating as it is now. Yeah, and that's what actually my mom has been telling me the same thing, that I just kind of got to let it go. But I don't know, like, I can't seem to let it go. Like, every little thing, right, it's just eating away, I guess. Because you're going through it right now. You're going through all yeah. the emotion. Yeah. It could be something as simple as picking up the phone, calling your brother, and just saying, hey, man, how you doing? How are you feeling? Yeah. Or 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 don't or or go through it alone. And that's that's pretty much what I did when my dad died. Mm-hmm. Is I went at it. I went at it alone. I didn't even really go at it. But it's not a, it's not an easy place. And I think that you're putting too much on yourself. And I think that you need to cut yourself some slack. And for all the little things around the house that remind you of your dad, don't look at those as some sort of trigger to um, ruin a day. Look at those little moments as something that is one brief second of celebration. And be happy when you see those things. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Yeah. So you got a couple options there, Jay. Yeah. Okay. You're going to be okay. Yeah. You're going to be okay. Okay. Thank you. Well, you've said it, so I know I will be. Thank you. All right. right. You take care, Jay. Yeah, you guys too. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. I know we always uh, Mm. get the Florida man stories. A Florida man was arrested for. Mm -hmm. Uh, But today... I have for you a story of a woman in Florida. Excuse me. Who was arrested. And it was all for the clout. All for the clout. All for the likes. All for the followers mm-hmm. on social. So I'm going to play this news clip for you. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear three voices. You're going to hear the reporter. Mm-hmm. Then you are going to hear mm-hmm. uh, her court appearance. You're going to hear the state attorney. Mm-hmm. You're also going to hear a voice of the judge. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, you kind of hear her voice a bit, okay? But mm-hmm. listen to this. Judging by her mugshot, she thinks it's funny. Police say 28-year-old Audrey Francis Guinea was so desperate to be followed and liked, she was willing to risk getting arrested. They say she trespassed into American Senior High School in Hialeah Monday. She pretends to be a student, is walking around this high school, handing out pre-printed pamphlets with her social media Instagram name on it. She's trying to get people to follow her on Instagram. Your Honor, do do me a favor. Don't talk about the charges. Nodding her head, appearing to agree as she hears the state make the case against her. Ma'am, stop doing that. She's a 28-year-old Sorry, sorry. Whatever, Your Honor, whatever you say, I will will respect you. Thank you. Yeah, stupid. Trespass at high school. I know, it's weird. It's Uh, weird. Didn't stop when security asked her to stop or even questioned her. And then when the cops showed up, she dipped. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's, this, that story's so dumb. Like, I can't, it's, this is one of those weird stories where I can't believe that it became a headline. Yeah. But can you like imagine? It was, it, was just, it was just somebody who's 28 who 
I guess, just went into a high school. She grabbed a backpack and a skateboard. Yeah. What's up, fellow kids? <laughs> something like that what's what's up fellow what's up fellow kids yeah. or it was like a jimmy fallon yeah, skit something, i think right? something like that right like to me the only the, yeah, the, the only reason why what is it 30 rock what is it 30 rock, 30 rock? Oh, 30 rock. thank okay. you the only reason why that 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 story you know, to me is even relevant in any ways because it just conjures up that one meme and for no other reason. So she was going through a high school just handing out pamphlets because she wanted people to just dial up her Instagram handle yeah. and, and hit and hit follow. But like when you're in high school, and then right? you got ar- and then you get arrested for trespassing because you can't like, did be. Did she think that it was going to work? She obviously thought that it was going to work. I don't know what American high schools are like, but like in can't when I went to high school, I yeah. pretty much knew the faces, even if I didn't know them by right, name. Right, I pretty much knew the right. faces of almost every single person in that school. Well, because I think that here's the problem. I think that the the actual hustle is missed on this story and this headline because I don't think that she went to the high school to try and get. Instagram followers. I think that the intent was to get busted in a high school to go viral to get Instagram followers. Gotcha. Right? Like yeah. maybe she's filming it for a video. Yeah, for like, like she like this Instagram, this whatever. right here is the end game. Yeah. It's not that a couple hundred kids in a high school in Florida that we've never heard of started following her on Instagram. It's that she went viral for being a 28-year-old that walked into a high school handing out pamphlets. I wonder if what, what her line She probably looked like the cast of 90210 from back in the day because weren't they all 30? Oh, yeah. Right? Totally. <laughs> Hello, fellow students. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So the question is now, is Harry Styles losing his accent? Because a lot of people are freaking out over this. So the other night he was at the Brit Awards and um, he went up on stage and um, did a speech. But I want to play you a couple of quick examples first of the way that Harry used to talk. Some of these examples are he's very young, so his voice hasn't even like really changed yet and stuff like that. But you can very much hear the accent. So you have three examples there. Just cycle through any one of them that you would like. I'm Harry and I'm going to be answering some of your questions from Twitter. First question is from Rachel Askin, and she wants me to describe my dream girl. Okay, next next, next example. Okay, yeah, next example. Very. My travel tip is: if you can, don't carry on a bag. If you're traveling in a big group and there's people checking in bags, then don't carry on a bag. Yeah, very heavy accent right there. Okay, yeah. I mean, if I'm honest, no. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I would have been happy doing like some sort of green screen thing. Um, so he's talking about when, they, when they told me I was going to do it, the first kind of emails about it, the idea when they sent it to me, they were like, you know, you'll only have to hang like 20 feet. Okay, so, so you got an exa- you got a good example of the way Harry through the years, right? Accent, yeah. accent, accent, clearly, clearly, clearly. So this is Harry at the Brit Awards. Thank you so much. Whoa, just, yo, right. hold on. That accent's gone. Yeah. Just that sa- first 1.94 seconds. Okay. He sounds exactly like somebody, and it's gonna you're gonna you're gonna start killing yourself because you won't be able to figure out who it is. And then at Do the end know? of it, I know exactly who he sounds like. Okay. Thank you so much. I just continue to be baffled by moments like this and they make me more and more incredibly grateful to be able to get to do this. Hold on, let me hear it again. Thank you so much. I just continue to be baffled by moments like this, and 
They make me more and more incredibly grateful to be able to get to do this. I have two people online. Okay. Brad Pitt and Joaquin Phoenix. No and no. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, let me hear you. Thank you so much. I just continue to be baffled by moments like this, and they make me more and more incredibly grateful to be able to get to do this. Chris Hemsworth. No. Thor. No. No. No, it's somebody who has that perfect combination of like Los Angeles plus um, uh, London and faking accents for years. Faking accents for years. Okay, let me hear one more time. Okay. Thank you so much. I just continue to be baffled by moments like this and they make me more and more incredibly grateful to be able to get to do this. He sounds just like Johnny Depp. That's it. <laughs> Play the rest of the clip. Yes. He sounds just like Johnny Depp. Thank you so much. I just continue to be baffled by moments like this, and they make me more and more incredibly grateful to be able to get to do this job every day. And I'm really happy to be here and proud to be celebrating British music tonight. I want to thank my fans for being so generous to me uh, always. And everyone in my life who has my back, thank you so much. I love you. And all of you around there, thank you so much for everything you did for this country. In the last year, we love you so much. And this one's for you. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Have a good night. That is exactly Johnny Depp. That's crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's exactly Johnny Depp. Wow. He sounds just like Johnny Why Depp. Why didn't I think of Johnny Depp yeah. before? Wow. Yeah. Harry Styles losing yeah. that accent. I know, right? And people are freaking out. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready, man? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, Tom Cruise doing an interview with Empire Magazine uh, talking about that on-set blowout that he had. Remember when he was going off on people for COVID protocols on set when he found yeah. two people standing too close together or maybe one of them wasn't wearing their masks they properly? Wearing masks, yeah. So here's a refresher of that. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us! Because they believe in us and what we're doing! And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs. I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. That's it. That's it. No apologies. You can tell it to the people that are losing their homes because our industry is shut down. Okay, it just goes so, on and on and on and on. Yeah, so Tom talking to Empire Magazine, he said, I can get fraught, fraught and personal. I said what I said. There was a surge happening in England also at that point, and there was a lot at stake at that point, but it wasn't my entire crew. I had the crew leave the set, and it was just select people, and the wonderful thing is that we never shut down again. Oh. <laughs> and here we are <laughs> I wonder continuing why. to film. I wonder just, why. I just want you to say, I know what you think you heard, everything else, but I just want you to know it worked, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It worked. And it was only directed at the people who yeah. were causing the violations. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, do you want to hear about Seth Rogen trying to meet Beyonce at the Grammy Awards years ago? 
Uh, okay. <laughs> so Seth Rogen's got a brand new book out. I think it's called Yearbook. Uh-huh. And uh, he's doing a lot of promo for it, talking about all the wild stories. He's got a great story in there about meeting Tom Cruise. Um, hopefully we can get to that later. But this is uh, Seth talking about uh, how he almost met Beyonce. Yeah, I was at the Grammys and I saw Beyonce with Gwyneth Paltrow, actually. Ooh. And um, they were together. And I, I charged over instinct to core. And I was like, I got to go say hi. And um, yeah, I was hit. So hard by her security guard that I, I spilled a drink. I was drinking a screwdriver, which is a bad drink. I, I deserve what I got. But I spilled it uh, all over myself. And then a second later, someone came up to me and was like, uh, you now have to present a Grammy. And I was covered in a screwdriver and I was humiliated. And I didn't get to meet Beyonce. And so I did have to present a Grammy while literally like holding my arms in like a very weird position. <laughs> oh, no. No, but you would figure that in an environment like the Grammys that in the area that Beyonce is in, there would be other celebrities. So it wouldn't be uncommon for You still cannot walk up to Beyonce, though. to mingle and say hi to one another. No, you still can't walk up to Beyonce, no matter who you are. You can't tell me prior to Gwyneth Paltrow walking up, let's say the two of them, if it were Gwyneth Paltrow walking up. Yeah. She would have to go through security as it well? It would be arranged. It would be arranged. If they're friends? 100%. 100%. Somebody, somebody in Gwyneth's organization walks up and says, I got Gwyneth uh, for Beyonce. And then they and then they open the they open the gates. Like and, broken telephone? Yes. And then Beyonce, and then Gwyneth can go into the circle and, and meet Beyonce. What a different world. 100%. 100%. Even in that atmosphere yeah, Seth, where Seth, everybody you, you knows cannot, everybody. You, even as Seth Rogen, a presenter at the Grammy Awards, even in that room where it's only people who are at that level, yeah. you cannot walk up and talk to Beyonce. No chance. Because <sighs> she's a queen. No chance. Get checked. Yes. Oh, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Courtney Stodden. Do you know who that is? Is that again? She, the name sounds So familiar. 10 years ago, Courtney Stodden was the 16-year-old who sort of like looked like Marilyn Monroe and Pam Anderson. And she married that 50-year-old guy named Doug Hutchison. And they had this oh, relationship geez. that everybody sort of paid attention to. And she got run through the ringer. And they people accused her at 16 of having breast implants. And then I think she went on like either Dr. Oz or that show The Doctors. And they did like a... a an ultrasound to f- figure out whether she had breast implant. Like it was so wild. People just went in on this girl and she did an interview talking about how Chrissy Teigen was vicious to her and Chrissy Teigen, who we know left Twitter recently temporarily because of bullying. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Courtney Stodden um, released a video talking about that it was ironic that Chrissy Teigen left for bullying because she had been the subject of Chrissy Teigen's bullying tactics herself. So this is Courtney Stodden from a, a little while ago. <laughs> Hypocrisy, Teigen. Um, it was just so hypocritical of her. Um, I think for me, like, because I experienced so much harassment and bullying from her when I was just 16 years old, just 17 years old, just 18 years old at a time when I needed help. Like I was being abused. She's, she has sent me so many different tweets, private DMs um, up to a couple years ago. It really affected me. And I think she, she, she's never given me a chance to, to forgive her. You have somebody like Chrissy Teigen 
bullying children. Hmm. And then, is she still with that? The no, no, no. They husband? no, they they broke up. Um, but they went back now and found a bunch of Chrissy Teigen's old tweets. So from really? so from 2012, Chrissy Teigen wrote uh, at Courtney Stodden, "I hate you." Wow. Uh, then she wrote, um, "Look at this one." It was uh, at Courtney Stodden. My Friday fantasy. You, period. Dirt nap, period. Mmm, baby. Wow. Right? From Chrissy Teigen? From Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, because Chrissy Teigen was vicious to people. So what they um, do? Just go through Courtney Stodden's No, this is on tweets? Chrissy Teigen's feed. No, I know, but like if her feed is gone, like if she deleted Twitter. No, she's back. Oh, she is? Yeah, Chrissy oh, Teigen's back. I don't even know. Um, in, uh, in 2012, uh, Chrissy Teigen wrote this at Courtney Stodden. Uh, what drugs makes you do that with your mouth? Asking for a friend who really wants to know how to look like an idiot. Whoa. Do you even have a family, she wrote at another point. Yeah. like She, she was, really went in and, on this and then, girl, huh? And however, what, what Courtney Stodden was saying, that this is just what Chrissy Teigen said publicly and that it was even more vile in the DMs, where she was just straight up telling her, apparently, to kill herself. What's her problem with this girl? Who knows? What's her problem with anything? This wow. is Yeah, yeah. This is why a lot of people don't like Chrissy Teigen. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kayla Bristow got engaged. Hey! That's good news. Uh, finally. So um, Jason uh, Tartik is uh, her now fiance was boyfriend. He's a real cool guy. Caitlin Bristow, really awesome chick. Uh, this is the, uh, I'll, I'll play a little bit of the proposal, like yeah. her reaction, just like screaming and swearing and stuff. And then we'll, we'll come back and I'll tell you how it all went down. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> So I, guess, I guess they do a podcast together and they had set the whole thing up like they were going to do a podcast and then they were going to supposed to have a guest. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't the podcast. He had just set this whole moment up where there was no guest and then wound up proposing like during it. Um, so here is uh, Jason and Caitlin talking to E.T. last night about how it all went down. So she, the, the best part is she was supposed to bring out her guests. The one thing that I memorized was Caitlin, there is no guest. So he's like, Caitlin, Caitlin. And I was like, what? And then he was holding the microphone and he said, we're not doing a podcast. And I was like, you forgot to hit record, didn't you? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I saw him grab a ring box from the drawer and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this is happening right now. And I was so embarrassed because I was wearing a shirt that said tequila for breakfast. And I was like, this feels very on brand, but also very inappropriate. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. I love that. I'm so happy for them. So happy. Uh, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, Seth Rogen doing a lot of press for his new book, um, yearbook, talking about a lot of the wild celebrity encounters that he's had. And uh, this is the story he was on with Howard Stern yesterday talking about how he and 
Judd Apatow went to meet with Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise said that he wanted to start doing comedy. But the story starts out with Seth pulling up to his house where Seth um, has to pee real bad but didn't want to walk into Tom Cruise's house and immediately say, can I use your bathroom? I, I, I stopped halfway up the driveway, kind of in the woods uh, above Sunset Boulevard, and I peed in a Snapple bottle in my car. Um, and then I uh, sealed the bottle and, and left it there and went on to have a very absurd meeting with, with Tom Cruise. So then as I was leaving the meeting, I was snaking back down the driveway. And I, as I was passing the exact spot that I peed in, I noticed a red light in the woods and looked and there was a security camera literally pointed exactly where I was peeing. Oh, no. So then they go into this meeting with Tom Cruise and it part of it anyway turns into Tom Cruise just pitching them on Scientology. A few hours into the meeting, he goes, this Scientology stuff comes up. How weird he's looked in the press lately. And then, yeah, the wording goes, and it's like with Scientology. He said, if you let me just tell you what it was really about, if you let me just give me like... 20 minutes to like really just tell you what it was about you would say no way me and jenner look at each other and i'm like is he gonna bite am i gonna bite are we how can we come out of this are we strong enough to have him do this to us <laughs> oh, no. and not be converted i don't know if i am I, I, i'm a weak i'm generally a weak-willed weak-minded person i would assume on the grand scale of people i can if they got him they, how, what chance do i have you know? um, and thank god judd was like eh, i think we're good like let's just talk about movies and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's true though right like if you're sitting there with tom cruise and tom cruise starts pitching you scientology and tom cruise says hey listen just give me 20 minutes and by the end of this i guarantee you that you're going to be turned around you start thinking somebody did this to tom absolutely and if they did this to tom what chance do i stand against tom doing that to me yeah in 20 minutes yeah 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 but anyway it didn't happen so uh that is the time that seth rogan met tom cruise <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast a sophie turner goes on social media to lash out rightfully so um at the paparazzi who were taking pictures of her baby here is uh sophie turner oh. some paparazzi managed to get a picture of my daughter and i and i just want to say that the reason that I have been not posting pictures of my daughter and making sure that we can avoid paparazzi at all costs is because I explicitly do not want those photos out there. She is my daughter. She did not ask for this life to be photographed. It's creepy that grown old men are taking pictures of a baby without their permission. I'm sickened, I'm disgusted, and I'm respectfully asking everyone to stop following us around and stop trying to take pictures of our daughter and especially printing them. It's disgusting, and you do not have my permission. Yeah, do you I agree with that. Like, those photographers, man, some of them are ruthless. Yeah. Do you remember when Surrey Cruz was oh, God. that whole thing? Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't even know, like maybe three? Yeah. And people were dissecting her outfits as a three-year-old, like yeah. on the cover of magazines. Because I guess at some point she had like little kid heels on, like these little tiny heels as like as she was dressing up. I don't know. what was the worst. Katie put her in something, just like some cute little kid outfit. And 
Katie was labeled a terrible mother for putting a, a, a toddler in heels. And then people were like, they were dissecting her outfits like she was on the red carpet. Yeah. Like it was so wild. No, and you're the disgusting thing, for secretly taking photos. Yeah. Yeah. Things have changed a lot, right? Yeah. Things have changed a lot. But yeah, the idea that, you know, a baby is like fair game, a baby. I know. Like, I know. Like a baby, it's a, it's a baby. But uh, uh, that was uh, Sophie Turner. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Chrissy Teigen offered some sort of half-ass apology to Courtney Stodden Uh-oh. Uh, for the past online bullying. So if you remember, Courtney Stodden was, she was 16 and she married that 50-year-old and then everybody went in on her and he was a creep and groomed her and made her do all these television appearances and then put her on Dr. Drew so Dr. Drew's people could do some sort of ultrasound to find out if she had breast implants at 16. Like the whole thing was just gross. Yeah. And at the time, Chrissy Teigen was quite vicious to her. And Chrissy Teigen, who not that long ago left Twitter because she claimed that it was too toxic to live in. Um, but she was one years ago who was one of the, the most toxic. One of the tweets that Courtney Stodden brought up was when Chrissy told her that she wished that she would take a dirt nap and then Courtney also claims that the public tweets were one thing, but the, the DMs were a whole other thing. Yeah. Where, where Chrissy she, Teigen allegedly would tell her to kill herself. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild, man. So Chrissy Teigen wrote this. Uh, Not a lot of people are lucky enough to be held accountable for all their past BS in front of the entire world. I'm mortified um, and sad at who I used to be. I was an insecure, attention-seeking troll. She goes on to say, I am ashamed and completely embarrassed at my behavior, but that is nothing compared to how I made Courtney feel. Uh, She then goes on to say that she tried to connect with Courtney privately, but since I publicly fueled all of this, I want to also publicly apologize. I'm sorry, Courtney. I hope you can heal now knowing how deeply sorry I am. Well, it's not about Courtney. It's about what you did. Um, Meanwhile, Courtney Stodden said that uh, I accept her apology and forgive her, but she did go on to say, but the truth remains the same. I have never heard from her camp in private. In fact, she blocked me on Twitter um, all of me wants to believe this is a sincere apology, but it feels like a public attempt to save her partnership with Target and other brands who are realizing her wokeness is a broken record. Oh, so damn. that's what uh, that's what you Courtney get, I guess. Stodden, right? Damn, yeah, coming through yeah. with the facts. Roz and Mocha Q and A. All right, we got a lot of great questions to get through this week. Hello, Giancarlo. Hello, how are you? Uh, we're good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, thanks. All right. cool. Welcome to the Ronza Bogus Show podcast. You have a question for the room. What is it? Um, my question is, it's always ask Ronza Mocha, but never how's Ronza Mocha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. Yeah. Thanks That's for your... Really, really nice. Thanks for your concern. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, before we answer, actually, how's Giancarlo? Oh, you know, not too bad. Um, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm haven't been really affected with, uh, like, being laid off or anything. So, I, I can't complain. You know. Yeah. Getting yeah. my vaccine tomorrow. So your first shot. Yeah. What are you getting? Uh, I'm not sure. It's either Pfizer or Moderna. Moderna. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you're doing. You're doing okay. Life is. Uh, life is all right. Yeah, not too bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about this before where I I never expect anybody to actually 
be interested when they ask, how are you? That's why my answer to everything is always the same, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. that, that's usually as far as I go because nobody really wants to hear the truth, right? Nobody, nobody ever wants to engage in a conversation with you about how you're doing. When everybody has the same kind of life, everybody's just doing their goddamn best, right? But now that we have mm-hmm. the time and Giancarlo's asking, this is, this would, is you, the would thing. you care to share? Like, is there anything on your mind he, that other than answering fine, is there anything else that you could say when asked how's Razamoka? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think for I think for me, and I can only speak for myself, and and that is what you hear on the radio and on and on the podcast is the sort of it's it's the best you're ever going to get from me. Yeah. Right. So outside of this radio show and this podcast, I am a much less of a human being. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 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 every way, in 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 energy, in stamina, in kindness, wow. in all of those all of those things. If you so can even believe it, this, I'm a much less kind person. How's Catherine stayed with you? Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So outside of all of this, you're just like straight up bummer alert. Yeah. No. I I'm I'm just. <laughs> I'm, She's with you for the looks I'm, and money. Exactly. I'm just tired all the time. Yeah. Right. Like I'm just, I have had enough, like at the end of the day, every single day, I don't hate anything. I I regret no choices I've made. Um, It is all 100% my doing. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of every single day, when I put my head on the pillow, I am like, what the hell did I just do? Yeah. Because it is exhausting. Like I don't, I don't, I haven't actually gone to sleep in years. Um, every single night is collapse. Uh Uh-huh. That's how I, that's how I, it's a good sleep on a Saturday though. No, it's, I'm incapable of it though, because I, I get up and I get too much stuff going on. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about too many things. I think part of that, and you just said it right there. I think part of the problem, not problem, but the, the thing is that you have so much on your mind. Your mind is going at a thousand percent nonstop all day but even the fun stuff though like even the fun no, even, even, even when it's even when it's not work stuff like even when it's other stuff like when i'm on my time and you know or i'm with rocks or we're you know together as a family it's like it's i just obsessively think about everything and so i i would say that um the the person that you hear on the show and on the podcast is a just much more kinder gentler positive person than I am off. And so if I'm off the radio and somebody asks me how I am, um, my answer is always fine because anything other than that would, I think, make them question their friendship with me. Uh, yeah. How are you? I'm good, but I for the last few weeks, I something's up with my left knee. Yeah, like it more, really more's got knee problems. Okay, yeah, like it hurts to t- like even when I go down on my knees. Excuse me, like, uh-huh. it's <laughs> excruciating pain on my knee. So I spray every day and night with icy hot. Okay, and that really helps. Yeah, but I don't know what's are up. Are sure with you my don't kneecap. have a blood clot coming on from the uh, from the the COVID shot? I could maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and you so yeah, wanna... that, that's how I'm doing. So Maury's oh. got a sore. Maury's got a sore knee. 
Yeah. But I, but I would say Maury showed up today with gel in his hair or whatever. I don't no, know. What leave-in you, conditioner. Leave-in conditioner. Your hair yeah. just your hair looks Maury wet. Maury walked in and he he looked like he just stepped out of the shower. Yeah. <laughs> or he was running away from somebody down the street. <laughs> right. For like twenty blocks. Yeah. Why <laughs> why the change on when on my that? hair gets to a certain length? I like to just put something in it so it doesn't. When you say dry. a certain length, do you mean like literally at one eighth inch longer <laughs> or shorter than what it's always been? <laughs> yeah. You know when I can run my hand through it at this very slow motion, I like uh-huh. to put something in it. But what about when you hit the bald spot in the back? Yeah. Oh, I haven't found that yet. Yeah, no, okay. Oh, we cool. can point it out. Yeah. There's a lot of things that Maury's hands haven't found yet either. <laughs> the bald the bald spot's on the list. It's not it's not number one on the list. It's not the top it's not the top of the list. <laughs> Mocha, how you doing? Uh, Yo, freaking awesome. It's so it's so funny. You know what? I I I realized this the last couple times we've been doing this stupid podcast. Yeah, I I realized something about myself, and that is, anything Maury can say, I can turn into a joke about a. (laughs) (laughs) Maury cannot argue back. <laughs> oh God, uh, Mocha! How are you? I am great. Yeah? I'm fine. Like my life hasn't changed since the the pandemic no. started. Outside of not being able to like like super stupid things, right? Sure. Not being able to walk down the street like in the city. Uh, not yeah. being able to go to the mall, not yeah. being able to like freely go to Home Depot without having to wipe stuff down or making sure that I check in with the person who's at the front door and they make me uh, sanitize my hands, stuff like that, right? Right. right Other right. than that, my life has been it's fine. And yeah. but much like you, like at night when I when I lay down, like my mind is constantly going throughout the entire day. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking about uh, work stuff. I'm always thinking about home stuff. I think about um, you know projects that I, I want to take care of, or I have an idea for something that that I want to make sure gets done mm-hmm. over the weekend. Like I'm always thinking about things. So at the end of the day, much like you, not collapse, but mm-hmm. like I am just tired. How are your knees? So tired. My <laughs> knees are great. Hey, you know, you know what? I'll tell you what does suck, man. Is what? that today was the first day that we had to start doing rapid tests for COVID before we came in the building. Oh yeah. And that means that we all have to get here like. 15, 20 minutes before we would normally get here. Mm-hmm. And when you start your day at the hours that we all start our day, um, finding extra 15 or 20 at that time of day is torture. It's, it's absolute. It's, it's, it's torture. Can I tell you guys yeah. that leading up to today's date, yeah. I had been preparing. Did you? Huh? My nighttime routine. Yeah. So usually I'm in bed by 830 mm-hmm. every night. So between 830 and nine, I fall asleep. But for the past few days now, in preparation of today, for today, I've been going to bed at 8 o'clock. Wow. So the sun, and now we're getting into summertime, so the sun outside is still beating down. Are you going it's to the bed at the same very, time very, as Cruz? Pretty much. Yeah. Like, we put Cruz down. I put Cruz down, like, anytime between 7, 7.30. Mm-hmm. And then I will hop on my iPad real quick and just do a couple more things for work or send myself notes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will pack it in. It's crazy. I just I go to bed. Jenna tucking Cruz in and then tucking you in at the yeah. same time. No, I, yeah. I leave, like, Jenna's on, you know, in the family room. She's watching TV. Yeah. Um, and then I give her a kiss goodnight. And then I'm and you're done. And I'm she gets done. the whole I'm house out. to herself. It's funny yeah. because Maury was preparing today by spending three days just sticking things up his nose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want to make sure that things can go up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say this. Going back what? to what you said about the rapid test thing mm-hmm. yeah. is... Like when you stick that thing up there or whatever, it's it's 
often there's like stuff comes out with it. Mm, I know it's a worry. It's yeah, a that's worry. That's why before we do it, you should like just blow your nose. I was looking for a tissue. They didn't have that available. No, I know they have uh, like a, they have we have a pump of alcohol. What do you call that stuff? Sanitizer. Thank you. <laughs> I, should, I should know that by now. I should know that. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, that's really thrown a, a, a wrench into all of our days. So if you want to know how we're doing, that's that's uh, that's the, the 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 truest answer I think that you're going to get from all of us, man. Thank you, John Carlo. Awesome. Have a great day, guys. Right on, Later, dude. Uh, Nikki China, who's been listening to this show for a real long time. Her question is this. When someone is talking, do you think about your response or do you try to actually listen? Depends. Depends. Okay, there's your answer. Um, I, 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 I would say that it is, there are, um, the most conversations that I have in my life are either in here with you guys on yeah. the radio or I'm doing interviews with people over Zoom. Yeah. Those are, those are the vast majority of the conversations I have in my day, uh-huh. right? Vast majority. Um, and so I, I, I walk that line of listening completely, like, intently mm-hmm. and making sure I know where I'm going next, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's, just that, it's just that balance. So I would say I don't favor one or the other. If I did favor one or the other, it would be for me listening. Yeah. Because listening, if I'm not listening, then I won't get triggered to say something else. Because well, with the interviews, you have, you know that you have four or five minutes. So you know that you have to wait for the I get like 10 or 15, but that's just me more. Okay, so for... Uh, I, get, I get four or five minutes. So. Damn, bro. See, that's why I was listening then, right? That wasn't even, that wasn't even supposed to be the point of the conversation, but that's Got what him. happens when you listen. Got him! <laughs> Yeah, no, I would say listening because then that way uh, you know how to, to structure your response or if you have a follow-up question or anything yeah. like that. I'm, yeah. get, I'm getting a lot better at listening and if somebody could please go through if there's a super fan listening right now to <laughs> all the times on this show and there have been many all the times on this show where Mocha and I are we've been talking for two or three minutes and about a very specific thing that I've just said, and Mocha and I are we're, we're almost at the end of the conversation where you walk in out of that room and go, it's just like this. And you say the thing that I said two minutes ago that we've just spent two minutes talking about. You should have somebody who's listening do a super cut. You don't listen to nothing, man. You don't listen to nothing. Marla says here, if you could only eat one type of cheese for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, Oh. God damn it. That's a hard question. (laughs) Amazing question. Because there's so much good cheese out there. I have three answers. No, what you got to go to your number one, though, more. Yeah, yeah, you have to answer the question. Because one is more expensive than the other. I know, but you have to think, right? If this is like the only cheese, think about how you use cheese in your life. What is the one cheese that you could use with more than one dish? Yeah, but you know I, I mean? don't cook with a lot of cheese. I like cheese. I just like cutting and eating cheese. So you won't have like cheese on a hamburger or you won't add cheese no. to, to pasta. Not usually. No, I like, I just like to eat cheese. Hmm. Okay. So okay. what's your answer? Pick one, only one. Okay. I will. Cage oh. St. George. Excuse me. It's Portuguese. That sounds cheese. made up. No, 
Cage is how you say cheese in Portuguese. Now you know. Okay. And St. George's more, is more is the guy that went to Portugal once. <laughs> yeah. And, and now he's, he's, like, like, he's, he's been an expert ever since. Everything. Oh, God, it's so annoying. Yeah. Uh, okay, go so ahead. So it's called what? Cheese St. George? Yeah, Cage St. George. St. George. But what kind of cheese is it? It's like, from the it's, island of St. George. No, it's but the like, cheese no, they make. Kind can, we, nobody cheese. knows what this is. <laughs> it's like, like a spiced cheddar. Okay. Okay. So just say that. It's a spicy yeah. cheddar. And it's really good. Okay. Okay. So I'll bring you in cheddar. some one day. No, okay. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, here's my thing. Okay. When we start talking about cheeses, the reason why I find this so frustrating is if I had to only eat one cheese for the rest of my life, yeah. okay, it needs to be versatile enough where I could put it on a pizza, right? Yeah. Also on a cracker. Yeah. Also um, melted on a, like, say, garlic bread with cheese. Yeah. Um, also on a burger. Yep. Also on a, a burrito. Also, 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 also. We right. Have two so, options then for that. So it, it, it's it's and I need a low moisture cheese. What right? about parm? No, absolutely not. Not parm. Parm not that best on pizza. No, because I can't what are you put. Talking I, about? People I, put parmesan cheese on I'm, pizza. But all I'm the time. thinking you mean like crumpling it and melting it on. I was immediately thinking mozzarella. Um, no, see, my thing with mozzarella is one, there's too much moisture in mozzarella. It is. So if yeah. I if I had um, mozzarella, I like wouldn't want mozzarella one on a burger. It doesn't melt right. Yeah. Uh, I don't want mozzarella on a taco. I don't want mozzarella on a cracker. Uh, to me, that's not good. So right? the only answer really is cheddar. Is like wh- I would do an aged white cheddar, yeah. a dry, low moisture aged yeah, white but- cheddar, because I can put that on a pizza and I can put it in pasta and I can melt it on bread. Um, would it be great on a burger? No, I would probably never have another cheeseburger again have in my ever life. Had Yarl- yeah, but have you ever had Jarlsberg? Yeah. That's a good cheese. Meh, yeah. What's Jarlsberg? Yeah, it's um it Man, kind, y'all in some fancy ass cheese. Jarlsberg looks like Swiss, but it tastes sweeter, but it is a low moisture cheese. Yeah, I don't cheese. see. Yeah, I don't nah, like I know. Uh, that's why for me, right? Like when I go if I'm making nachos <clears throat> or if I'm uh making a pizza, if I'm yeah. doing any of those things, I used to always go and buy like the ball of buffalo mozzarella, like mm. like really really good cheeses, right? I don't do that anymore if I'm making a pizza at home. The cheese I buy if I'm making a pizza or if I'm making nachos, I used to go and spend so much money and so much time coming up with the perfect combo of cheeses for everything. Now I go to those stupid bags mm-hmm. where it's pre-shredded. Yeah, those and, are great. And, and that's what I buy. Yeah. Because the moisture content in those cheeses is much lower than the moisture content if you're just buying mozzarella on its own. Yeah. And it melts so much better on a pizza or on a taco or whatever I thought you were going to say the jar of liquid cheese because you like using that. Of what liquid cheese? I thought you like cheese whiz. Yeah, I thought you like using cheese whiz. What is the cheese that you? Oh melt? no, the the Tostitos cheese. Yes, thank you. Yeah, oh. that. No, but you can't have that with pasta. No, you can't. You can't put that on pasta. You it's, technically it's, could. No, 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 no. That would be disgusting. Yeah, that would be gross. disgusting. No, yeah. uh, I'm gonna stick with like um like a cheddar as yeah. well. Just based yeah, you on have to right based on the amount of. Uh, of options you have to yeah. use it with multiple dishes, right? See, you- I want to toss out a, a throw out, like a shout out to Boccaccini because I do a lot of the caprese salads yeah. with the tomato and the yeah. basil and stuff. Yeah. So but, but, I think you could do a lot with Boccaccini. Bo- no, you cannot. Boccaccini mm-hmm. is good for one thing and one thing only, which is a caprese salad. Yeah. Um, it doesn't melt well. It doesn't melt well. But it's so good. Of course it's great. It's oh, delicious, but it's not, it, it's not top cheese. of my list. Oh, I can't put it on there. I can't put it at the top of my list. Full, and it's not good for Eat you. Eat it like an apple. Yeah, I could buy yeah. a full yeah. ball of Bocaccini. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, it's so good. And have you ever had 
Um, Applewood smoked. I think we're, we're done talking about oh. cheese no more. Thanks. <laughs> Nerd over here. All of knowledge of cheese. <laughs> we didn't even mention brie. No, we're fine. We're fine. All right. Sarah says here, you walk into a restaurant and see the rosin mocha on the menu. Oh, what is it? God. Oh, I, I have the perfect answer. Okay. Okay. And and assuming so, assuming it's one dish, not sep, yes. not the Roz or the mocha. It's, no, it's, it's one. The Roz and mocha. The Roz and mocha. Because I have something in mind. Okay. I'm as gonna, well. Okay. I'm gonna. But you go first. Okay. You go I'm first. gonna. I'm gonna throw it out there. Where okay. if I walked into a restaurant and if I saw the Roz and mocha, where yeah. I'm like, to me, just what you and I talk about, this can go one of two ways. I'm not going down the uh, Italian route. Okay. Sorry for you, okay? It's okay. Okay. But if I walked into a restaurant, this is what the Razamoka would be. I'd be like, please, can I have the Razamoka? And they would be like, absolutely. And it would be a, like, platter plate. Yes. And on that platter plate is? would be a cheeseburger. Yeah. French fries with gravy, a side yeah. of hot sauce, and chicken fingers. Bro, that's like so similar to what I was gonna say. For real, that yeah, it my, would be, in my mind it yeah. is definitely it has to be a platter yeah. with multiple things yeah. on it. I yeah. was gonna add in rib. I was gonna say a hamburger. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe some pizza, maybe some some chicken wings. I was gonna but talk also, about but, but let's be well. let's be so realistic. It's not it's not the Raza Mocha buffet, right? No, if it no, was the Raza no, no. Mocha buffet, so instead of so, burger, what about sliders? Because you can get a, a no, platter with like things em. that have sliders nah, on them. Don't like them. Like if you're doing, if you're pairing two things together, like if one is the sort of rosin, one is the mocha, right? Yeah. So you, you got to pair two entrees onto one plate. So it's going to be either burger and wings, burger and chicken fingers, burger and pizza, um, okay, so pizza then and chicken wings. Like, I would say then burger and chicken fingers. Burger and chicken fingers. Yeah, with a fries. No, no. Uh, burger. <laughs> Bro, I know, I know. Get the, get the I'm gonna, you know what, you know what cheese. that is? That's like the mori garnish on the side. Like, I'd like, they're like, I wanted the rosin mocha, but I didn't want the mori. Like, get the wet pierogi away from my nice crispy French fries, so you, you weirdos, right? <laughs> Um, I've never eaten at that restaurant again. <laughs> no, neither would I. Who would who would think that anybody would want that? If you're happy, if you're sitting down having a burger, right? A burger and chicken fingers. Okay, so so bun on the burger, yeah. breading on the chicken fingers, starchy French fries, and a thick gravy. And you think I want to add pierogies to that? <laughs> like okay. also, I also I would like like. <laughs> God, like mashed potatoes and cheese with everything, just like <laughs> no. But it would with a, with a really delicious gravy, I think. Yeah. And I think whatever your hot sauce is could be a hot sauce option. Sure. And then and then, and then I always like a um, I like mayo with fries. And uh, I like mayo with fries. Yeah, as I well. like mayo with fries. So, so I think we'll that, that, that I, yeah, I think that that's the platter. I think that yeah. I think that we've built it now. I think oh, it's with a the, glass of milk. Excuse me, bro. Honestly, how long you been working on the show for? Mocha drinks a glass of milk. No, I don't. You did once. <laughs> okay. Again, that's the pierogi crawling back on the plate. Yeah, I know. That the pierogi's like, hey guys, hey guys. <laughs> you make it seem like I'm drinking milk every single day. No, don't do that. That's insulting to a man to say he drinks milk. <laughs> like I go home after the yeah. show, the first thing I do, I kiss my child, I kiss my yeah. wife, and I'm like, oh man, let me get yeah. this glass of milk. Yeah, as like a as a grown, as a like a self-respecting grown man. There's a lot of things that I would not want Catherine or, in your case, your wife to hear about you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things maybe from your past or habits that you have or things you do when they're out that you just, you do, but you don't want them to ever know about it because it's going to change the way they look at you. Yeah. Drinking milk is on that list. <laughs> 
right? Like if Catherine ever came home and saw me at the table with a big giant glass of milk, right? I, I would throw that thing across the room like I was hiding porno. Yeah. Like, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> like I didn't say anything. Okay, Kara has a great question, okay? Yes. When you were single and you wanted to flirt with someone, what was your go-to move or line? Maury, go. You look really tense. Can I give you a massage? That is so... <laughs> you would say that to strangers? <laughs> like, what? Like was that your first line? No, I'll eventually get to that. <clears throat> no, no, but what was your, what was your like, go-to move? What was your line? Okay, so I'm picturing my... Did that ever Woody's. work? Did that ever work? All the time. I think he's... All the time. I think... There I'm was once sure I had... like, one time. No, there was one... Like, I had... There was an IT, like, one of... It was Geek Squad came over, whatever, very straight yeah, guy. Yeah, you've told this and story before. Yes. Was, like, while we're sitting in my bedroom waiting for something to happen on the computer, I'm like... You know, I'm really good at massage. If you, I mean, we have nothing to do. Would you like? And then I somehow he ended up shirt off, face down in my bed, and I was sitting on top of him. Was he gay? No, no, no. You really? Yeah, he reminded me afterwards, going, "You know, I'm straight." Here's a picture of my girl. Yeah, okay, that's that sounds. That every straight guy does that. <laughs> so what did you? <laughs> I I don't know a whole Look, lot of straight. I don't know a whole lot of straight guys that have ever been in a situation shirtless face down with a stranger who's sitting on them on a bed and going, just so you know, I'm straight. Yeah. Like, 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 you know what I mean? I know. Straight, straight guys don't wind up in that situation. Uh, I guess when you have time to kill and you work gay, for Geek Squad. Gay guys with girlfriends wind up in that situation. <laughs> did anything right? happen? No, that was it. That was it. You I rubbed promised, down. I, would, did, I, promised I wouldn't do anything else. Did he rub you down at all? No. Nope. You never you never flopped back over and said, okay, my turn? No. No, huh? Were you hoping something was going to No, because halfway through the massage, there was ding, and I was like, oh, geez. Oh. The computer was done. Oh. I'm surprised, oh, I'm surprised you, you didn't put your boot through it. <laughs> <laughs> broke again. <laughs> still, still broke. Yeah. <laughs> we may be here another two hours. <laughs> Ross, did you have a uh, uh, a line, a move, no. or a line? No, I sure as hell didn't. No. I cannot answer that. Like back in the day, I had zero game, yeah, whatsoever, zero. Like loser. Oh, the other one I did, if I was sitting at the bar at Woody's with like a guy that I liked or whatever, yeah. I'd walk up and be like, "Are you in line for the bathroom?" And then they would be like, "No." I'm like, "Oh, cool, so we can talk longer." Oh, that's, I remember doing that uh, once too. That's a terrible line. Uh, I started coming up with lines after like Catherine and I were long together fully established uh -huh. right just like in the house uh, what you would just say them to her yeah oh. <laughs> yeah i think i i remember one time i looked at Catherine. i said hey hon she's like yeah and i was like i'm just gonna go downstairs and have sex for a bit if you want to join <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when you go home today. Oh no, you can't. You can't. Your kids can't. at Roxy's home. Roxy's doing homeschooling yeah, no, you can't and all do that, that other yet. stuff. There's no time. You can do it. You can just do like a playful. Hey, so you come here often? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that. Just see what her yeah. response is. Yeah, yeah. No, because I like. I like because I never. I never really did any. Like I never really gave lines. Like all of my hookups um, were always just. They were almost, um, for the most part, like. I don't know what the word is I'm Internet looking based? for. No, there was a lot of that. Um, no, no, they they were they were almost like non nonverbal hookups. If, yeah. I, if I think that's a thing, where you're just you find yourself in a in an area or in a situation that's crowded, and you just start like making out with somebody. Sure. Right. Like it, it's sort of the conversation happens after the fact. I've never had that. <laughs> <laughs> tell me more. Yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> you look tense. <laughs> Yo, if you went home today, or when you go home today, right? And you walk into the office, Maury, and damn it, Matthew is sitting there. 
what would his reaction be if you were to say to him, hey, you look tense, let me give you a massage? He would tell me to close the door because he, he'd be like, get the hell out, I'm busy right now because he's writing speeches for a bunch of executives. So he'd tell me right. to get the hell out. Oh, wow. what, what would happen if Matthew was on a Zoom call and you snuck in the door on your hands and knees and crawled under the front of the desk? Great question. I think he would um, at first slap me in the face, but if I just pushed his hand away and forced myself, he would eventually give in. Well, that's the exact answer that I thought we were going to get from that question. No surprises here. No surprises uh, every here. Week we post on Instagram at Kiss925, ask Razamoka. And of course, just like Giancarlo today, uh, we will have one of you join us to ask your question to the room. This has been the Razamoka Show Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.